0: The nation's capital has provided the political and sports headlines during the past week, and in about one hour from now, the biggest headline of all in the football season will come from Lansdowne Park, where the Saskatchewan Roughriders take on the Hamilton Tiger Cats in this 1967 renewal of the Grey Cup Classic. I'm Don Whitman, along with our color commentator and analyst on Eastern telecast, Art Dart. And we're continuing with CBC television coverage of Canadian Football League action and arts as we prepare and anticipate this upcoming Grey Cup game. What do you think might happen? Will it again be a battle of the lines as these two teams have used for their success thus far this year? I think you're right, Don. The two clubs are, without
1: a doubt, they have the strongest lines in all of Canadian professional ball. And it's going to be a real
0: battle out there, a real clash this afternoon along that line. Well, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders got through the semifinal against the Edmonton Eskimos by a score of 21 to 5 on a snow-covered field in Regina. And uh, they used their workhorse, George Reed, in this one with a pass. George
1: Reed is noted for his uh, ability to go up the middle, but in this particular play, he's a little bit of a surprise, he did a little curl-up pattern from the backfield and uh, caught a pass.
0: They can also use Ed Buchanan to compliment Reed.
1: Here again, uh, Buchanan uh, can uh, go wide, cut back inside, and on this particular play here, he cut in from his flanker spot, took a handoff, and did a a real uh, flashing-type job uh, behind the blocking of Tom Beenan.
0: Wayne Shaw seems to come up with with at least one big defensive play in every game. Number 50 in this game against Edmondson broke through to spill Edmonton quarterback Terry Baker when the Edmonton Eskimos were threatening defense in Saskatchewan territory. Actually, I think the ball was down somewhere on the nine-yard line. And that uh, wiped out, at that time, the Edmonton threat in the ballgame.
1: Wayne Shaw is, without a doubt, the uh,
0: best and strongest linebacker that they have. Then, late in the game, a punt to Number 17, Trent Walters, who attempted the pitch to Mike Law, number 27. And Garner Ekstrand, who is a key linebacker or defensive end, wherever he lines up is very alert. Another key about the Saskatchewan
1: team is that they're a very aggressive club. They're always around the ball, as evidenced in this last play. You're going to see a lot of Garner Extran this afternoon, number 75. Hopefully his injury
0: is uh, well enough for him to play. And this, with Garner Ekstrand trotting into the end zone, was the final touchdown of the semifinal, and it provided Saskatchewan with a 21-5 victory. Football fans all across the country were anticipating a great Western final involving the Saskatchewan Roughriders and the Calgary Stampeders. They were not to be disappointed. The Stampeders were favored on the basis of having finished in first place. Actually, Calgary and Saskatchewan wound up in a tie with records of 12 wins and four losses. But at McMahon Stadium in Calgary, Stampeder fans turned out in record numbers to watch the first game. They were hopeful that the Stampeders, who had not been to a Grey Cup since 1949, would finally make it. And Calgary fans had plenty to cheer about in Game 1 as the Stampeders won 15 to 11. And one of the good plays was a fake field goal.
1: If uh, Regina is uh, weak at all on defense, it's uh, on, uh, similar to this particular pass that was completed by Jerry Keeling. Uh, they're uh, not that strong in their short secondary or in their uh, deep pass defense. As evidenced here, uh, Ron Payne was able to get in behind uh, Walasiuk
0: and Dumelli. The key man all season long for Calgary was Terry Evanson. Peter Lusk rose to his favorite uh, split end who caused problems not only for Saskatchewan but for every team in the Canadian Football League catching a record 96 passes and uh, at this stage Calgary moved in front but Saskatchewan came back.
1: Saskatchewan
0: and uh, their favorite thrower and catcher
1: Lancaster to Campbell and here again you're going to see a lot of number 31 this afternoon Hugh Campbell the real fine uh, uh, receiver,
0: flanker receiver for the Saskatchewan club. Louie Huey, they call him. He had a big season last year. He still caught 42 passes this year, although he did not create the headlines he did a year ago. Against Saskatchewan, Bob McCarthy caught a pass. This seems to be a vulnerable area.
1: This is the point I was making before. Uh, Here again, you can see McCarthy uh, getting in behind their... uh, uh, deep hook zone, or in their short
0: deep zone, you might call it, and that seems to be a very vulnerable area. In short yardage situations, the Saskatchewan club can come up tough, and uh, from the one-yard line, they force Peter List to throw the ball, and uh, on this particular play, he makes a great fake to Woodson, and Woodson, by diving off that tackle hole, draws the defenders into him. And that enables Peter List, who tucks the ball into his tummy and then uh, retrieves it to send the Val Coleman swinging out to the right and with all the tacklers drawn in, the pass is there. This is a pretty tough play to defend against, Art.
1: You can't uh, defend against it. Uh, the, the only way Caldery was going to score on that particular play was exactly what they did, because the uh, uh, Saskatchewan
0: Rough Riders hit him there real tough uh, in that uh, close yarded situation. Well, the Calgary fans were getting just a little excited, and they had reason to. They were leading in the first game of the playoffs by that score of 15 to 11, and they were looking for the kill as the teams moved to Saskatchewan for Game 2. But uh, conditions came up cold, the field was frozen, and it had rained during the day, and uh, both clubs experimented with different footwear. Saskatchewan, I guess, may have had the advantage. Lancaster, scrambling, Fires deep, and this young fellow, Alan Ford, is developed into quite a receiver. He um, works
1: very well from a halfback spot or a flanker spot, and in this particular play, he uh, went straight down the field from a flanker spot and just made a real fine catch. Uh, He is going to bear watching this afternoon, because uh, if they start keying on Reed, they're going to go to Ford.
0: Then Dale West almost made a fine play. West intercepted two passes in this game, and he almost uh, picked one off, as he told me, 110 yards for a big six. Terry Evanson caught it one yard inside the end zone for the major score. But deep down, Calgary had to resort to the pass. And here's where Terry Evanson was injured. This is the play that number 25 caught the ball, ran downfield, and as he was hit, his cleats dug in on the frozen turf, and uh, his right leg was fractured just above the ankle. A sad moment for Calgary fans and for Canadian Football League fans as they were deprived of witnessing this fellow in action in the third game. And here's uh, Jack Ab- Avanchan kicking what proves to be the decisive point the field goal in an 11-9 victory for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in Game 2. So it boiled down to 60 minutes of football at McMahon Stadium in Calgary, and uh, in Calgary, the fans, the Calgary fans at least, were joined by some 700 rabid Saskatchewan rooters. The Calgary fans were entreated to set up plenty of crowd noise each time Saskatchewan moved out over the football and attempted to drown out the signals called by Ron Lancaster. But it didn't seem to bother the Saskatchewan quarterback too much. As a matter of fact, Saskatchewan struck early, and it was the bomb that proved effective for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders.
1: Cordy Barwell, real fine split end for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, makes his presence felt early here as he breaks into the clear against uh, Bill Gasson's number 27. And uh, this young man is going to be uh, a real outstanding threat this afternoon.
0: And this was a play that was more or less devised in the huddle. And uh, I don't know whether Ron Lancaster will ad lib this afternoon, but he certainly caught the Calgary defense's napping as he drew everybody to the right and uh, then turned back and fired to Jim Coffin, who had uh, snuck down into the left flat in the end zone.
1: This is not a normal procedure for the uh, team and throwing back to the weak side. And here's Barwell again. He's developed into quite a receiver. Yes, uh, and it came at a most opportune time, as you mentioned earlier. Huey Campbell hasn't had the best year uh, uh, compared to last
0: year, but, uh, and Barwell seemed to pick up the slack. Again, Calgary uh, got a break in this game, blocking a punt, and uh, they swing it out to LaValle Coleman. And Coleman, towards the end of the season, showed that he has completely recovered from that Achilles tendon injury of a year ago. Uh, he's a pretty tough man to stop on a one-on-one situation, and that's how they caught Saskatchewan. You can bet that uh, Hamilton is going to be using that this afternoon because that's one of Batia's
1: favorite passes, that swing out into the flat. What will Hamilton use
0: against this fellow,
1: number 34, George Reed? All Right now,
0: I think they need a shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) Reed enjoyed a fine afternoon. He carried the ball 35 times for something like 201 yards, and we look for he to be the workhorse of that Saskatchewan attack again. You might uh, say that in the dying seconds, Bob McCarthy uh, demonstrated the frustration of this Calgary team, he scored the touchdown, he fires the ball, whoops, it comes right back. <laughs> the Hamilton Tiger Cats, by most of the so-called experts, at least in the preseason polls, were picked to finish third, possibly even fourth in the Eastern Conference. Ralph Sazio did a remarkable job with the Hamilton team, adding players throughout the season, and at the tail end of the year, his club was most stingy not yielding a touchdown in the final three league games, and they didn't yield any in the playoffs against Ottawa either.
1: Early in the game, Hamilton sets their real strong defensive uh, pattern that's going to uh, be quite prominent throughout this series. On a hook pass there to Gilbert, a crushing tackle from Stover, along with Hanson, springs the ball loose. And number 35, Ron Brewer, is Johnny on the spot to recover it and give Hamilton real good field position early in the ball game?
0: Brewer and Silver, two of the prominent people in this defensive play, were late season additions for the Hamilton Tiger Cats and certainly added to that always tough Tiger cat defense. And then offensively, number 22, Alan Smith, made a great debut in the Canadian Football League. He was added from the Buffalo Bills just prior to this game.
1: First time he got his hands on the ball down in, in a Canadian League game, he attempted to slash off tackle. The hole was well covered in there by the uh, Ottawa defense and Allen just took the only alternate route left and took off to the outside and showed his great speed in uh, outlegging Klein and Southern for the touchdown. How much do you
0: think he might be used this afternoon?
1: Well, I can say that uh, Regina, I should say Saskatchewan, doesn't have any great knowledge of this man's ability and uh, I think he could be a,
0: a secret weapon. Russ Jackson had problems against Hamilton in game one. The Hamilton defenders were knocking down the Ottawa receivers at the line of scrimmage, and many, many times throughout the series. And in this game, Jackson's pass receivers were covered, and Russ was forced to move out of there.
1: They aren't going to, uh, Hamilton are not going to be able to play the same type of a defensive uh, alignment this afternoon against Saskatchewan uh, because uh, they have to protect against Reed up the middle and. Uh, in this particular game against ottawa they were uh, protecting against
0: that passing attack here's bob kraus who has certainly blossomed for hamilton he was moved to that cornerbacking spot and won all-star recognition this is what happens when you do
1: your homework and in this instance the uh, hamilton defense were just uh, the best school i had ever seen a defensive club they came into that game very well prepared and in this the case kraus had dropped back uh, exactly, he read the pattern well, dropped
0: back into a perfect position to intercept that pass. And all the Hamilton defense yielded to Ottawa in the series was a field goal in the first game. And it was a score of 11-3 for the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats over the Ottawa Rough Riders. Zuger did some scrambling, he probably will today. He's the key, I think, to the Hamilton offense. You're right, Don. Uh, Lancaster's a great scrambler,
1: but uh, so is uh, Joe Zuger. If he gets into trouble, he can go outside and uh, always have that threat of the run, and in this case here, uh, he gave the threat of the run and brought the corner linebacker up that freed up Watkins uh, for that little short pass into the sideline.
0: Again, the tough defense, aided by a slippery football and a slippery field. Bo Scott was trapped by Smokey Stover for a safety touch.
1: Smokey Stover, you'll see him doing a great deal of blitzing this afternoon. I'm sure he'll be the man that will be keying on George Reed uh, and uh, his attempt to uh, keep that ball control up the middle.
0: Here you see Joe Zuger rolling out of there. Uh, perhaps in this
1: play, he should have got rid of that ball. Well, Joe, unfortunately, has one problem is that uh, if his first receiver is covered, he has a little difficulty in locating his second receiver is what happened in this particular case. And uh, he was spilled for a lot. And Hamilton may be uh, pressured. That blitz might be on by Saskatchewan this afternoon. Well, when you've got two ends like Gerhardt Nexbrand and a blitzing cornerback like Wayne Shaw, number 50, he's going to be,
0: he'll have to be real sharp this afternoon. Well, with uh, an eight-point edge, things were not entirely... uh, bleak and black for the Ottawa Rough Riders as they went into game two, but uh, I think the key to that second game was scoring first, and surprisingly enough, Hamilton came uh, back almost as quickly as they did in game one. They struck early for the first touchdown.
1: Dave Fleming has uh, uh, another pleasant surprise for Ralph Fazio this year. Here he just uh, uh, floats down the middle and uh, catches the uh, Ottawa defense in a spread situation, and
0: uh, capitalizes on uh, the situation and uh, is in the clear. And here again, it's Fleming. Uh, He, as you pointed out, Art, has developed into a fine receiver. And uh, you think we might see them use this type of play against Saskatchewan, or does their defense dictate against it?
1: Well, uh, I think he'll spread out the uh, Saskatchewan defense uh, with the same type of uh, patterns that he used against uh, uh, Ottawa in this series. And uh, with a man of like Fleming's ability on this particular play, it was a, a slight delay into the middle. And you'll recall, Don, I mentioned about the uh, weakness in that uh, particular area, that short secondary.
0: They moved Bill Riddell into quarterback. Uh, he's almost a forgotten man in that Costantino for coffee trade but he's been a great addition in that deep backfield. A great backup man,
1: and here's another man, number 18, Tommy Grant, who could be a surprise this afternoon. That was Tommy's first touchdown of the year, and we're uh, we're looking uh, for Tommy to have uh, a great
0: afternoon. In addition to the game itself, one of the highlights of Grey Cup Week is the awarding of individual trophies, the outstanding Canadian, the outstanding lineman, and the outstanding player. The outstanding lineman, Ed McQuarters, will be in the game. Peter Lisk and Terry Evington, who won the other awards, are spectators at this afternoon's football game. Mr. Fling and Mr. Kling is one nickname that has been given to Calgary's outstanding passing and catching combination of quarterback Peter Lisk and split-end Terry Evanson, both Shenley Award winners. And first of all, Peter, uh, I'd like to ask you what the secret to your success was as a passer and as uh, a... a catcher for Terry Evanson. Did you
2: fellas work on patterns during the course of the year a lot? Well done. I think this was more or less of a a two-year orientation to each other. Uh, Last year in Calgary, we started to throw a little bit more than uh, normal because of the injury situation. And this year, uh, we started in training camp with everybody uh, running pass patterns and the way it evolved to throwing the ball more this year. Uh, We went to Terry a little bit more often, and uh, we developed a few signals between ourselves to adjust the defenses, and it just seemed to work for us, so we had to stay with it.
0: Terry, after you catch a football, you're also a daring type runner. Has this always been part of your
2: success? Well, it certainly has, because uh, before I was a catcher, I was a runner, and I I love to run with the football, and when I do catch it, the first thing that enters my mind is to uh, take off with the ball.
0: Last year, Peter, you mentioned you had a lot of injuries. You were forced to throw the football, and that's when you won your first string job. Was this part of your success
2: this year, too, the uh, fact that you were able to move in there and under pressure, you had to do a lot of work? Well, I think probably uh, the biggest factor this year is just getting the opportunity to uh, start, uh, knowing the coaches had confidence in me, and uh, I could just go out and concentrate. on doing my job and not really worrying that somebody was breathing down my back.
0: Terry, how often are you the primary receiver in the Calgary Patterns?
2: Well, that's difficult to say. I, if I feel that uh, on a particular play I can beat my man, I'll tell Peter. Not necessarily he'll run it at that uh, part of the game. But uh, if he feels that uh, later on uh, we can score six on get a big gainer, he'll call it, and, and we'll go, on, go from there. The little
0: fellow, you've thrown some blocks, not punishing, but you knock people down.
2: Well, as long as I get in the way, I tell it counts.
0: What about the Grey Cup game, Saskatchewan and Hamilton? Have you
2: any views as to how it might turn out? Well, I've been, i predicted uh, that uh, Regina were going to win, and a lot of people have been, uh, I've commented, commented on it, but uh, I feel that uh, it's going to be naturally a, probably the toughest ball game of the year, and uh, you're going to see some real good, hard-hitting football.
3: Peter?
2: I'm not going out on 11. I'm just looking forward to a, a real hard-hitting football game, and I think it's two real fine football teams. Uh, I just wish we were there. What about
0: the passing attack of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders against that blunted Hamilton defense? Ronnie Lancaster throws
2: the ball quite well. Yes, he certainly does. Uh, the biggest thing they have going for them, I think, is uh, using the pass, the long bomb at the unexpected time. Uh, naturally, your defenses have to watch for George Reed and Buchanan. And uh, when you're playing a little bit tighter, that line of scrimmage it opens up some of the deeper patterns. Thank you, Peter Lisk and Terry Evans.
0: They wish they were there. If they come up with the same type of performance next year, it might be tough to keep the Calgary Stampeders away from the 1968 Great Cup. Well, we've heard from two non-competing players. Let's listen to what the coaches have to say. First of all, Eagle Keys of Saskatchewan. Eagle, in the only previous meeting this year, you beat Hamilton by one point in an extremely close game. What do you look for? In this great cup game do you think you'd be able to do much the same as you did in that ball game? yes uh, we really do uh, we can't uh, determine how uh, Hamilton is going to come up and try to
4: defense us
0: so uh, we are going in the game prepared to do a lot of checking and uh, uh, the uh, play during the game will dictate uh, what we'll do during the game you got a stronger club now than you had at that stage of the ball of the season Yes, we've got a stronger club, but we've uh, got so many injuries that uh, we really don't know how strong we'll be until the uh, game starts. Eagle, what do you think Hamilton might try to do against you? Well, I'm sure that they're going to mix up their uh, offensive attacks and uh, uh, they're going to throw the ball and also try to run it. Uh, I mean, by that, uh, they have a varied attack and uh, can do either thing. Western rep, let's hear what Ralph Savio of Hamilton thinks about the game. Ralph, uh, how much improved is your club as you prepare to go into the Grey Cup game over what it was, say, uh, after three weeks of the season?
5: Oh, I think our club is at least 30 to 40 percent more improved, both offensively and defensively. Uh, the defense has been, of course, the core that has carried us through this far. But I would say that the uh, biggest improvement has been our offense, and uh, this is because uh, some of the players that were new are now familiar with the type of system they were using, and of course, Joe Dugger now is familiar with the uh, where they run best and what patterns they run best. Yeah. But we're greatly improved over the middle of the season.
0: Okay, Arthur, what do you think about that Hamilton team? Is it greatly improved? Very definitely. Uh,
1: They have never reached their potential offense all year, and I uh, don't even think they reached it last week. I think they started to mold last week. And uh, Joe Zuger is uh, going to be, I think,
0: a key factor in this game this afternoon. Well, we've got East and West, and I think we're going to have differing opinions as to the outcome. Who are you picking? Well, I'm picking Hamilton,
1: I think, in a real close game. Uh, And if you want me to really go out on a limb, I'll pick a score, 21-17 for Hamilton. I'll hop out on a limb, too. I'll pick the Saskatchewan Rough Riders by
0: a score of 24-14. How about that? Very good. Well, that's what makes the world go <laughs> round, differences of opinion. And there have been differences of, of opinion all week here in Ottawa as to uh, just how the game would turn out, and I guess that's what makes the great, uh, the great spectacle it is. Art, uh, I think from a Saskatchewan standpoint, the key is George Reed. Yes, very
1: definitely. Um, George is their key as far as ball control. Uh, Bear in mind, though, Ron Lancaster, I think, is uh, is equally as important in this situation because Ron has a great ability to uh, control this offense in the huddle or at the line of scrimmage with these audible calls. And it's going to be interesting to see if Hamilton gives them the same defensive maneuvers that they did against Ottawa in stacking
0: that defense to try and disrupt him from uh, these audible calls. Well, Ron Lancaster, formerly played with the Ottawa Rough Riders, and he'll have plenty of fan support at Lansdowne Park this afternoon. Another interesting battle may be decided today. There has been controversy over the selection of Ed Quarters as lineman of the year. Many feel that John Barrow of the Hamilton Tiger Cats should have got the award. Well, this afternoon, perhaps that issue will be settled once and for all, depending on which number 61, the green and white of John Barrow or the... Uh, black and gold of the Hamilton Tiger Cats comes up as the defensive star of the ballgame. Art, it's certainly been enjoyable bringing football games to the fans across the country throughout the year. You're picking Hamilton, I'm picking Saskatchewan. We'll find out in just a few minutes. See you at the field.
6: In 30 minutes, it'll be the kickoff for the 41st annual Grey Cup game. This is Johnny and I have the pleasure of working with Gene Filipsky, a color man from Western Canada, on this Grey Cup telecast today. Dean, you've been busy taking a look at both of those clubs' warm up. You've had a close opportunity to work with them during the week, and I think that everything that could be done has been done for a great Grey Cup game. I'm sure it has, John, and uh, in
5: talking with some of these coaches, I've never heard such determination on both parts to win a football game.
2: Both have had very satisfying seasons this year, but they want to desperately cap it off with Grey Cup victories, and it's going to be a classical battle out here, I'm sure, this afternoon.
6: Well, I think that the coaches who said you can only go so far at this time of year to do anything, both said to their teams, I want you to go downtown Thursday night and Friday night, not too late, mind you, yeah. but <laughs> soak up some of the atmosphere, get that great cup fever, so when you come out on this field as they are now, they will
5: be ready. Oh, they're going to be ready out there. There's no doubt about it, John. Uh, this is a big thing
6: for both teams. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders have the cup, and they're not going to give it up very easily. The Tiger Cats, on the
2: other hand, are going to really be out there after, let me tell you.
6: Well, you know, the uh, Tiger Cats... Five years in a row, prior to last year that is, Saskatchewan had to go a long way back from 28 to 32, five years in a row. Two great traditionalists here, and it shaped up as a great football battle. And we will continue with more of our pre-game break activities in just a moment.
7: Our football game comes into your living room via television is often taken for granted. However, it's not taken for granted by the people who make up the technical crew, production staff, and commentators who spend many, many hours making certain the viewer receives the best possible analysis, information, and pictures. From the executive producer, Johnny Esau, to the floor man, they know that a successful telecast relates directly to teamwork and precision. The Hamilton Tiger Cats and Saskatchewan Rough Riders are here today because they worked hard and probably just a little more successfully together as a unit. Telecast Crew has been hand-picked with the same thought in mind. (laughs) Yesterday at noon, 75 people started rehearsal at Lansdowne Park for the rest of the day. Later on, this morning also worked up. This is Action Center, the CJOH Ultra-Colored Modern Mobile, with eight cameras, 50 monitors, 20 microphones and 15 miles of cable. This is Action Center, where producer Bill McKee is looking over things, talking with John Spaulding, his supervising producer. And that's Ginny Pride, also his script assistant. They're charged with the responsibility of feeding four networks, CTV, CBC, in both French and English. Up top, Johnny Esau takes the cue from his foreman, man. And that's statistician Gord Walker concentrating in the background. He'll be working with Gene Philipsky as Color Man and John Bassett as his partner. And down on the field, Bill Dilley is always ready with bench communications and information. He discusses an intricate procedure with his floor director. And back to Action Central, where again you have the French mobile group. Pierre all the play-by-play man, Jean-Jacques Fortin, who is on the field, and Bernard Raymond, who is the floor director. John Layton is on the instant uh, isolated camera. And that is the limb of Andy Shah. last year a football player, this year injured, not playing football, but acting as an analysis for this particular telecast. He looks things over, presses a button that presents you, the viewing public, with a play that you really want to see. He supplies an instant isolation replay from this videotape machine on a delayed basis. Shaw, of course, has gained a lot of prestige, prestige with his insight into football. And he's connected directly to Dean Filippsky and Johnny Esau upstairs. In the press box studio, last-minute preparations are completed. Cameras are checked out. The superboards that include the lineups of the players. And also, the statistical board is finished in both French and in English. irrespective of which team wins today's football game, the cameras will be ushered into that dressing room for interviews with the players of that team and for the Grey Cup presentation. It takes a week to assemble, three hours to disassemble, and this, of course, course, is a great intricate display. Many football fans develop an intensive interest in the statistics of football. They claim the mathematics of football will tell you who will win and why. Their knowledge enables them to bend the statistics to their way of thinking. Regular statistician Gord Walker has comparative statistics that will undoubtedly open up some new areas of discussion.
2: Bending is just one of the things you can do with statistics. A lot of people try to interpret them and that's a mistake because statistics only mean one thing.
6: They tell the story of what actually happened. Now today we're going to try and give you a comparative statistical picture of Hamilton and Saskatchewan and we have a, a, a large number of figures here, and I'll explain what they mean. In first downs, for instance, Hamilton's average per
2: game this year was 13 first downs. Their opposition averaged 14 first downs. The Saskatchewan has an edge here. They averaged 16 and held the opposition to 14. In yards rushing, this is a, kind of a strange one. Hamilton averaged 120 yards, 121 yards rushing, and the opposition 128,
6: so Hamilton well, lost not on yet. that exchange. Saskatchewan has a wide advantage, 169 to 103 over the opposition. And passing, I also thought Saskatchewan might have an edge here, but Hamilton does. 202 yards, 179 for the opponent. And as you see down, all the way down, and I think the important one is the punting average down here, with punt return average deducted to show the actual gain on each punt. Now that is the statistical Comparison of the two teams, and
2: you can figure out from yourself which one is going to win. And now down to the field and Johnny Bassett.
7: On the field with the captains of the two teams and the referee Harry Ross for the official
5: coin toss. Mr. Ross. a will call. Hello. Captain, your choice. We will send this in. We'll receive. We'll receive. You will right, just turn over there to the side, Captain
8: the captain has responsible one the uh, the 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 the
5: the 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 Right the 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 the
4: I'll get word you. Okay, man. I'll It's my, I'll just a
8: the time element. I'll another word In other words, no. every, every field goal we want to go to
2: the bench, we always bring it out point. And it'll just be. What we to will have a coming in. World. World. But it's not quite long enough.
1: Because you can't. I mean. I don't see any reason not. No, but I'll check
5: and clear yeah, it. I'll give you the word. Because it'll only be a matter of seconds. I'll you know consider But if you have to hustle, hustle, and everything, it's. I'll just clear with both teams. it might be a major part I certainly not. I not. i going to have to work He's out here with your uh, like okay. A, I'll get word okay, to you, okay. Thanks very much. My pleasure, sir. Mr.
8: Ross,
3: uh, fine looking team of officials we have today. I wonder if you'd be kind enough to introduce them to the people across the country. My pleasure. My name is Harry Ross from Montreal. Don King is my number my first umpire from Regina. Don, how do you do? Gip Sigan from Ottawa, mm-hmm. Ken Stein from Vancouver. My headlinesman is Bud Wiley from Montreal, and my field judge is Sid Burkhoff from Edmonton.
2: Ross, I hope you have a marvelous game. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. Thank you. Let's get back upstairs to Ken Ewing. Bill Dilley now talks to the
7: highly respected head coach of the Eastern finalist Ottawa Rough Riders, Frank Clair. Bill Duley now talks to the highly respected head coach of the Eastern finalist, Ottawa Rough Riders, Frank Clare.
3: The Hamilton Tiger
4: Cats have a devastating defense, perhaps the finest in the country. Frank, what makes them so strong? Well, Bill, uh, I'd like to illustrate on the board here, they uh, they certainly have a very fine defensive uh, team. and. Uh, might point out some of the things that uh, make them that way and what they have here. Now, of course, in this we have a five perimeter, what we call five perimeter uh, defense. And, uh, for instance, Henley's in this area here, one of their finest men in the country, of course. But i like to show you just what happens and responsibilities in this five-zone defense. Uh, Should Ronnie Lancaster today now come out and uh, drop back straight, which he does allow beside his rollouts. Here's where these, these men back here would react. The deep man of course would have responsibility picking a third of the field and this is true and they're always staying back and keeping the receivers in front as they move back uh, the passes that ronnie's got back these men have up to about 15 20 yards in the what we call the flat area and they move back slow uh, Snooki, uh Stone is in this position right here bill and of course he comes back up around 10 and 15 yards to cover that area there over here we have uh, Linebacker what we call the linebacker cornerbacks, and they're going back in the zones, and of course, watching for the hook zone area in this area. Uh, the Another man over here, of course, the cornerback's coming back, and he, of course, is taking this area back in here. So you can see that we have five short zones and three deep zones. Well, and the weakness, of course, where Ronnie can throw this ball is in what we call the seams. There's a seam in here, there's a seam in these areas. These are the hardest to cover of all the uh, uh, things that Hamilton might have to cover. This is a difficult thing. So we can look for Lancaster to hit into these areas today this, this is a big one Bill, right? Okay Now moving offensively Frank the strength of that uh, Hamilton offense hasn't been too great this season What do you assess the strengths and weaknesses there? Well, I do think that uh, some people have uh, got the wrong, wrong impression of course that uh, uh, This this team doesn't have a good offense But I think they the best thing they have of course is passing. They've got some fine receivers and uh, Tommy Joe coffee and of course Watkins and I think the boy that might be overlooked uh, a lot, of course, is the uh, flanker. And uh, he, he'll be in a position to move out more. And, of course, Willie Bethea is a very fine receiver himself. And I think that uh, their passing is their dominant thing. Right. So Tommy Grant, Tommy Coffey, Joe Zuger should provide lots of action today. Should be one. Okay, Frank. We'll watch it very shortly.
7: Last year, Fandy jaw was in the Grey Cup game as a player. This year, as a commentator, he talks to the nation's outstanding player, Peter Lisk, of the Western football finalist, Calgary Sam Peters. Offense in CFL
2: history. And as a great offensive player, Peter, what's your assessment of this? Saskatchewan offense? Well, Andy, I believe the strength probably lies in that real fine offensive line. They have a lot of experience, a lot of savvy, and naturally a lot of talent. They can maintain that uh, ball control on the ground, opening up play action passes for the passing attack. Speaking of that passing attack, perhaps we can just step back and diagram a few of the things that happened with that great Saskatchewan passing. Well, they get uh, naturally that fine offensive blocking from tackles Tom Bainan and Clyde Brock, guards Jack Aventon and John Atamian, and center Ted Ernest. They allow straight-ahead blocking for George Reed and sometimes cross-blocking so he can pick his hole along the line to maintain that ball control on the ground, with Alan Ford and Ed Buchanan sometimes mixing in. After they get that running attack going, they can fake the same plays into the line with Lancaster keeping the ball and creating a play-action type pass. Oftentimes, you'll see flanker Hugh Campbell go down here into the short flat, drawing up the secondary, with halfback Ed Buchanan slipping in deep behind with his great speed. Going deep in here. Right. And also on the other side, you'll find split-end Gord Barwell sometimes going in the short flat, but oftentimes getting deep behind with his great speed. Again, Lancaster faking play action in the backfield, with Barrow doing a real fine job and having a great year this year. Well, that's an excellent uh, description of what they do offensively, but probably the element that you're most familiar with, Peter, is that Saskatchewan defense, uh, could you say a few words about that unit? Well, they certainly put an awful lot of pressure on the quarterback when he's trying to throw, and naturally, the secret right here is 260 pounds of Ed McWhorter's. He's certainly a fine off- our defensive lineman, and put tremendous pressure on you, along with the linebackers on their patented blood. Well, thank you very much for those notes, Peter. Congratulations on your award, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you in action again next season.
6: Pleased to have with us down on the field, Mr. Sidney Halter, the former
3: commissioner of the Canadian Football League. Mr. Halter, this is not uh, a new thing for you by any means. Great Cup activities. Well, I've been attending. uh, Bill has been attending them all since 1935, and for the last, uh, oh, I guess, 14, 15 years, I've been concerned in the. uh, arrangements for the game. Well, with this being our centennial year, do you see any bigger and more exciting Grey Cup in Ottawa this year than
6: some
4: of the previous ones?
3: Well, the uh, arrangements have been excellent, and uh, all the uh, festivities leading up to the actual game
6: uh,
3: have been very good, very well-organized. All
6: right, and Mr. Halter, we've added a sixth official uh, for the Grey Cup, which is one more than the regular league games.
3: What is his extra assignment? Well, we started that about ten years ago, so that there would be three Eastern and three Western officials. The extra official is another line umpire, but he plays in between the regular line umpire and the back umpire, and he covers the short passes. Right. Thank you very much. Sir. Thank you very much, Mister Halter. And back upstairs to Ken Newitt. Thank, Thank you very much,
8: Halter.
5: They call. Well,
7: certainly the two football clubs, the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, have been working out this week and in somewhat trying conditions because the practice field was a sheet of ice and both coach Ralph Fazio Fazio of the Hamilton Tiger Cats and Eagle Keys of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders certainly didn't want to let their clubs let out on that practice field because of the icy conditions and the fear of injury. We understand from discussing... Uh, with both trainers from both clubs, doctors from both teams, that the clubs are going to be in exceptionally uh, fine condition for this football game today. The Ticats are 100% healthy, while the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are undoubtedly going to still feel some of the bumps and the bruises of that three-game set they had against the Hamilton, or against the Calgary Sand a week ago. You'll notice we've got some field action where we've got the Hamilton Tiger cap, uh drum corps working out on the field, and certainly lots of are getting ready. We also notice that the stands are starting to fill up here at Lansdowne Park, and indications are that it'll certainly be uh, beyond the capacity crowd. It's what has to be considered one of Canada's most spacious and finest football arenas. There's no doubt about it. The play, the viewing area, and the fans are indeed first class and certainly fitting of this national classic, the Grey Cup game, which we have said before and will say again, is one classic in Canada that unites us from coast to coast, because we've met people here this week, undoubtedly from every province in the Dominion of Canada. Now let's go down to field level and bring in John Baptist
6: on the field with Al Pollard, the former All-Pro from the D.C. Lions. It's ten years, Al, since you've been on these Canadian fields, and uh, although you've had a warm welcome here
3: all week, it's awful chilly out here from Detroit today. John's very cold, and um, I was watching Saskatchewan and uh, Hamilton warm-up prior to the festivities, and it uh, looks like there's going to be some drop passes today because their hands will, you know, of course get very cold out here. You haven't been back
6: in about ten years. Have you been uh, following the league at all down in Philadelphia? Very much
3: so. I uh, get the Canadian newspapers, and... Uh, yeah, we have a lot of coaches that uh, I know up here. Ray Malavasi, of course, with Hamilton and uh, Joe Resick. And I know you were out with Ray the other night. Maybe he
6: told you some stuff. He hasn't uh, told some of the press about that team today. Are they, uh...
3: Uh, I think you're going to expect uh, a few new plays here today uh, from Hamilton. They, uh, they've they been working on a few. And uh, also a couple of new defenses, which uh, Ray didn't go into detail. But you will be seeing them today. you think
6: this uh, hard feel, Al, will favor the defense today or favor uh, the offense?
3: Uh, Defensively, of course. Uh, because uh, the footing uh, isn't too great out here, and I understand that some of the boys are wearing sneakers. And uh... well, I think they've left it. Uh, the decision is up to
6: the individual player, and I think we'll probably see before the end of the game some of the boys will be switching back and forth. Right. But there's one thing for sure: we can wear those winter boots, and we're going to enjoy it that way more than they are. And it's, it's certainly Nice will. to talk with you. Thank you very much, Scott. Now let's get back upstairs to Kenny New <laughs> and Bill. We'll have to do this interview together. Julie Dixie, Miss Drake Cup. Congratulations. Thank you very
4: much. Thank you. Who do you see is winning this ball game today, Julie? I know you're an Ottawa Rutrider fan. Um, I see Hamilton winning it because
3: I think
6: they're often strong
3: defensively. But because I'm an Ottawa fan, I'd like to see the West take because I don't like Hamilton. <laughs>
2: Bill, she knows her football. She does,
3: Don. And
4: Julie, you've been seeing a lot of football this year. I'm sure you're looking forward to this game like we
3: are. Oh
8: yes, very much so. Well, it's a
6: pleasure to talk with you, and uh, we wish you luck in the coming year. And congratulations once again, Julie. Thank you. Get back upstairs, can (laughs) you?
7: some of the fans filling up here at Lansdowne Park in Ottawa and as I related earlier the ticket situation in Ottawa prior to game time and certainly yesterday was that uh, it should be probably will be a sellout crowd. You heard the former commissioner Sidney Halder, make the statement that preparations prior to the Grey Cup have been absolutely outstanding. We'd like to say that we have felt the same as certainly the city of Ottawa did not warm up I don't think the Grey Cup fever until last night, probably still feeling the shock of their own football club not being in the affair. But last evening, thousands of Ottawaians poured into the downtown area of Ottawa to mingle with those from Hamilton, from the East, and from the West in a lot of merriment and merrymaking. In fact, one police officer told me this morning he has never seen such a crowd in downtown Ottawa and he has never seen such a friendly crowd, and uh, certainly law and order was not a problem here in Ottawa last night, which certainly uh, is a great thing as far as the Grey Cup festivities is concerned. Both Hamilton and Saskatchewan are in the Grey Cup because they've been able to develop or regain their composure on defense. Fans have been schooled in the importance of defense, and we have the defensive coaches with us now. Third year as line coach with the Saskatchewan Roughriders is Jim Duncan, who spent six years under Steve Owen, who they claim wrote much of the book about defensive football. Jim has done the same in Saskatchewan, and he's going to now talk about defense and introduce the men who he hopes will make his defense work best. The
4: defense that the Saskatchewan Roughriders will uh, use today is a basic five-four or Oklahoma type of defense. Actually, you will see us in this defense very, very little. As a matter of fact, we're one of the few coaches, uh, one of the few teams in town that use this defense at all, but we will be in it sometime during the ball game. Now, by moving Wayne Shaw up on the line of scrimmage, Wally Dempsey over into the middle, will become a basic 4-3 or 6-1 type defense, very similar to what the Hamilton Tiger Cats will use today. The starting defense for the Saskatchewan Rough Rider Football Club. From the
7: Saskatoon Hilltop, number 50, left corner linebacker Wayne Shaw. Minnesota Concordia College, number 79, left defensive end Don Gerhardt. Oklahoma University, number 61, left tackle Ed McQuarter. Saskatoon Hilltop, number 41, middle guard Ron Atchison. Delta University, number 58, right tackle, Ken Reed. Washington State, number 75, right defensive end, Garner Ekstrand. Washington State, number 77, middle linebacker, Wally Dempsey. Saskatoon Hilltop, number 27, right defensive halfback, Ted Deschinsky. Arizona University, number 26, left defensive halfback, Larry D'Amelie. Winnipeg Rods, number 19, right safety, Gene Woloshek. Kentucky University, number 24, left safety, Bob Cossett. Florida State, number 30, the safety man, Bruce Bennett. The Hamilton tiger cat success and great cup play, many feel, has come about because of their fierce defenses, a defense that likes to take you on man for man. Hamilton added new people in 67. All play the game, however, in the tradition of a Ticat football player. Ron Brewer, Smokey Stover, Bill Waddell, Bobby Richardson, and Barry hansen Five new faces who all fit into the Ticat master plan. It's ironical for the man to introduce This fierce fighting defense is the scholarly defensive coach, Mr. Joe Ruffin.
5: Our basic defense is a 4-3-5. By that we mean four linemen up front, two ends and two tackles, three linebackers, and five deep backs. At the left defensive end is number 70, Dave Beatty. At the left defensive tackle is number 68, Angelo Mosca. At the right defensive tackle, number 61, John Barrell. The right defensive end, number 50, Billy Ray Lachlan. At the left linebacker, Ron Brewer, number 35. At the middle linebacker, Smokey Stover, number 25. And at the right linebacker spot, we have Bobby Krause, number 14. At the left corner, Bill Riddell, number 12. Right corner, we have Teddy Cage, number
8: 15.
5: At the left halfback spot, we have Bobby Richardson, number 23. The right halfback spot, number 28, Barry Henson. And our safety, number 26, Darney Henley. That's our defense for this
7: Thank you very much, Joe Ressick, and the assistant coaches, Joe Ressick and Jim Duncan, introducing their two defenses that turned out to be the top two defenses as far as the playoff competition was concerned. Lansdowne Park in Ottawa was completed in time in the centennial year to play host for Grey Cup 1967. And for those of you who are watching this today in living color or in black and white, certainly you will have to. I'm certain to be able to see that Lansdowne Park is perhaps the finest football stadium in the nation. It has two fine decks and an outstanding show, an outstanding show for an outstanding show of the Grey Cup. And now let's go down to the field
6: and John Beckham. Meet the offensive team of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. From the Saskatoon Hilltop, the left end, number 71, Gord Barwell. From the University of Western Ontario, the left tackle, number 64, Tom Bainan. The University of New Mexico, the left guard, number 53, Jack Avenshan.
8: Arizona, the center, number 43, Ted Ernest.
6: From Notre Dame,
3: the right guard, number 57, John
6: Athenian. From Utah State, number 67, the right tackle,
3: Clyde Brock. From Wittenberg College, the right end, number 72, Jim Warden.
6: From Washington, the flanker, number 31, Hugh Campbell. From San Diego, the left halfback, number 25, Ed Buchanan the College of the Pacific, the right half, number 21, Alan Ford.
3: From Washington State, the fullback, number 34, George Reed. From Wittenberg College, the quarterback,
6: number 23, Ron Lancaster. Ron Lancaster.
8: Offensive team of the Hamilton Tiger Cats.
6: Number seventy-six,
5: the left end from the College of the Pacific, Ted Watkins. From Michigan State, a left tackle. Number fifty-four, Ellison Kelly.
6: From Tennessee, the left guard, number fifty-five, Bill Danichuk. From Villanova, the center, number 44, Dean Deffatelli. From Wisconsin, the right guard, number fifty seven, John Holman. From Ohio, the right tackle,
3: number sixty-six,
6: Charlie Turner. From West Texas State, the right end. Number seventy-five, Connie Joe Coffey. From Windsor AKO, the flanker. Number eighteen, Connie France. From Pittsburgh, the left half. Number 21, Dave Fleming. From Fort Valley, Georgia, the right half, number 22, Alan Smith. From Patterson, New Jersey, the fullback, number 16, Willie Bathia.
3: Arizona State, the quarterback, number nine, Joe Silver Oh, is this hard field going to make any difference to you?
5: Uh, I hope not, uh, Johnny. It's a little frozen, but I think the running shoes we have will work out pretty good.
2: I hope so anyway. Well, good luck to you in the Hamilton Tiger Cats.
7: Thank you very so much. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Hamilton Tiger Cats are all set. And we'll be ready for the opening kickoff after...
6: to kick off, the president of the CFL holding the football, and they're so uh, jammed with photographers down there that that (laughs) fortunately he kicked the ball high enough out of that crowd that we were at least able to see how far the ball went, and we have to give him credit for a 22-yard kickoff to start this our Centennial Grey Cup
8: not playing for these 71
5: firefighters, number 11, just Number
8: 51, with job. And number sixty. not playing for the Number 34, just a Number 48, Chuck before we get the
3: kick-off. I'll tell you why you declared in favor of Hamilton
6: today. Because I used to live in Hamilton, I used to play football in Hamilton, so naturally I have a sort of a sentimental feeling for them. Fine, thank you very kindly, sir. Monsieur le Premier
3: ministre, est-ce que la semaine de la Coupe et la Coupe Grée ajoute du cachet aux célébrations des fêtes centenaires de la Confédération. Oui, cela n'a fait pas de doute. dans toutes les célébrations de Rodney, du centenaire, euh, la pratique de la Coupe Grey, c'est très important. Je vous remercie beaucoup,
6: Well, the football teams have a great variety of running shoes. Most of them will have running shoes, although we may even have them change sometimes before the game is over. The wind will be favoring the Saskatchewan Roughriders, and getting ready to kick off for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders is their great guard and kicker, number 53, Jack Abinchan, And going back to receive... For the Hamilton Tiger Cats will be number 16, Willie Batia and number 21, Dave Fleming, and Alan Smith, number 22. So we're ready now as the referee, Harry Ross from Montreal, the umpire's Don King of Regina, Gib Sega of Ottawa, and Ken Stein of Vancouver. The headlinesman is Bud Wiley of Montreal, and the field judge is Sid Burke of Edmonton. And with Harry Ross a refereeing... I believe this is the first time that uh, the head referee has come from Montreal in over 30 years of Grey Cup. We've had so many people down on the sidelines, so many press people, so many cameramen, that they simply have to hold the game up until they can get everybody back from those sidelines. The referee has said he he will not let the ball go until they have that sideline clear. But as we have said so many times early in this telecast, that there is a great mob here in Ottawa, and uh, controlling them is going to be a difficult problem. Now we're ready to go with the Grey Cup. With the wind, the kick comes down to Alan Smith on the five. Alan Smith is hit by Wally Dempsey, number 77, and dropped on the 27-yard line, and rookie Gary Brandt, number 54, came in to hit him from the side and drive him down. A sixty-one yard kick, a twenty-three yard return, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats will go on
8: offense. John, I
6: think there's a possibility that we can look for an eye formation here with the Hamilton Tiger cats also the end formation where coffee is inserted between the guard and the tackle. They're coming off the ball in a hurry, the handoff is to Alan Smith. And Smith goes into the twenty seven yard line. He is hit by the safety man, Bruce Bennett. And he is stopped with the help of Don Gerhardt, number 79, the defensive end. Now, the gain is about a yard and a half. It'll be second down, eight and a half to go for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. The Tiger Cats are a team that has not allowed a touchdown in the last five football games. It's an amazing defensive record. And there's a bit of that information. formation it's a wild cross. Alan Smith missed it, and the ball is recovered back on the 13-yard line. Hamilton Tiger Cats with Joe Zuger going back, racing back to pick it up, and they went into, uh, as Gene started to point out, a semi-eye formation that they were obviously not ready for, and Smith went right by the football.
8: A loss of 16. Third down
6: and uh, 16 yards to go. Ball was on the 13th. And Joe Zuger... Second punter in the Eastern Conference will kick from behind his own goal line into the wind. Well, hits the low one, bound by Gene Wilashek. He's hit by Gord Christian, slides off Christian, then is dropped in there as he's hit by number 76, Ted Watkins. 41-yard kick, and the lateral movement uh, meant that there was no return on the play, so it is now 1st and 10 for the Saskatchewan Roughriders, and the ball is on the 49-yard line. That is the Hamilton 49. 21 Ford is to the right. Lancaster gives to George Reed, and Reed is piled up over the 50-yard line, reaching for the 49. Again, a very close to 5 yards on the play. Those Hamilton Tiger Cats expected to see a lot of Reed today, and they got their first look at him in the very first play, Gene. John was throwing off a lot of uh, Reed and Calgary. Of course, he was the one that gained some 201 yards in 35 carries in that final game in that series last week against the Calgary Stampeders. Slipping inside running attack. Second down, five to go for the Riders on the Tiger Cat 49. Lancaster is hit and dropped. Big loss as he is knocked down back on the 53-yard line by John Barrow and Ron Brewer. Lancaster was trying to get deep. He had Campbell, the short man, Buchanan, the long man, and as he tried to wait for Buchanan to get clear, he cocked his arm once but waited too long, and uh, as a result, he was thrown for a loss. A nine-yard loss, and so Tommy Grant will go back along with Ted Page as the receivers on the Hamilton 20. Allen Ford kicking from the Saskatchewan 37. Got it on one bounce, but he got it away. Tommy Grant on the 21. Knocked down by Wally Dempsey. Shot up and wet again and is hit by Jack Abington, and he is driven out. Just at the 25-yard line. 37-yard kick. Four-yard return, and so the ball will be first and ten for Hamilton on the Hamilton 25. John, on a punning situation, we'll find number 68, Angela Mosca, lined up directly over the center and try to pound him, actually trying to get a bad snap. On that case, we could see the effect of Angela Mosca's big thumping on Ernest. Joe Zuber back to throw. There's that sideliner. Good to see Cuts into the 45 and keeps going to the 49-yard line. And Wally Dempsey came up to make the tackle. 24 yards was the length of the game.
8: It'll be 1st and 10 for the
6: Hamilton Tiger Cats. As they start to roll that fullback out of there, make him look like a blocker. Then they throw to him. Zuger with the option. He flips. to Batia. and Bethea spins off and is shot by Bruce Bennett on the 55. That gain is five, five and a half yards. Willie Bathea.
8: Willie
6: Batia, who scored six touchdowns, averaged five yards to carry this season, was second in the East in Russian. No score early in this Grey Cup game. Hamilton is moving the ball from their own 25. Lathea goes in motion. No pass in there again to the 45-yard line. That's the game. Bruce Bennett comes up to save the day as Tommy Joe Jokapi is stopped on the 43-yard line. The gain is 13
8: yards. <laughs>
6: At the three-minute mark of the first quarter, the score is Saskatchewan nothing, Hamilton nothing. Now the Hamilton Tiger Cats have come out throwing and have moved the ball to the Saskatchewan Rider 42-yard line.
8: These two clubs
6: have not met in the Grey Cup since 1932. Hamilton won that one 25-6. A rod of Athea. Gets over the 40 into the 38-yard line before he is driven back. His gain is four. And again, it was uh, Ted Duszynski and Bruce Bennett. Little Bruce Bennett, uh, not one of the big men in the defensive backfield, made all-star in the Western Conference, and he's shown early today why he has earned that spot, uh, Gene. And also, John, uh, I was talking with Jack Gota before the game, and he has nothing but complete plays for Willie Batia. We can see some of his versatility, carrying that ball and catching it, blocking. Joe Zucker, he can flip again. He flips the ball out there to Fleming, and Fleming makes a daring grab for what is very close to a first down as he was hit by number 77, Wally Dempsey. And uh, you can see they're coming out with that little flip up and trying to spread the, those good Saskatchewan linebackers.
8: And they'll call for the measure.
6: It is short by inches. Now, what do you do in a great cup game inches away? comes in from the bench for Saskatchewan. Dale West will come out, number 12. So Hamilton with Sepatelli at center. Danichuk, 55 at left guard. Holman, 57 at right guard. Kelly, 54 at left tackle. Turner, 66 at right tackle. With Coffey left end, Watkins right end. Here is Zuger on the sneak and he's got it. This Hamilton club is coming off the ball much faster today than they have all year. Hamilton's looking like a real sharp club out there today. Of course, uh, they've got the big break coming in here now on the
5: 31 yard line, getting their first down, putting them in excellent position to, to get that field goal, possibly going for the score, John.
6: The Tiger Cats are doing a good job of eating up the clock here in this first quarter, going into the win. It's now 9 minutes and 20 seconds remaining in the opening quarter. Joe Zucker back to through, looking for that long wait right zone to Fleming, and it is Cossett there, and he does not have it as a flag on the flag. Fleming and passing foul interference on the two-yard line.
5: Watch number 24 on his play. Bobby Cossett as he knocks into Fleming. A very definite interference call here,
6: and it puts the Hamilton Tiger Cats in terrific position to go in for the score. That's the fourth first down for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Now, Garney Henley is going in. I rather suspect that Henley will go in as a decoy. They make you pay attention to him, and uh, Alan Smith, the rookie, the mid season rookie or late season rookie, comes out. Matter of fact, uh, the ball is on the three-yard line, first and goal to go, and they try the sneak, and Joe Zuckers in for the touchdown! Great call by Zuckers, he got everybody in motion left, and he went up the middle to the touchdown.
5: Behind some real fine blocking, Dean Sapatella leading the way, Joe Zucker goes in for the first score in this 1967 breakout.
6: The Hamilton Tiger Cats marched 85 yards in eight plays for the touchdown against the wind. Tommy Joe Coffey is waiting to tie up the boot. Now, Coffey was good on 20 out of 26 converts this season. Nugger holding and coffee kicking. And it is good. Bonnie Joe Coffey in his second great cup. Back in 1960, he was with the Evans and Eskimos when they were beaten by the Ottawa Rough Riders. So the Hamilton Tiger Cats are trying to break the image of being a defensive club, primarily a defensive club. They've come out with a good show of offensive power, a good variety of offense. And as a result, they now lead. They have that big score 7 0 over Saskatchewan. Polly Joe Coffey just making sure that ball is set up just right. And for Saskatchewan, it's going to be Alan Ford, number 21 at the bottom left hand corner of your screen, and Ed Buchanan, number 25, to the other receiver. That kick into the wind. is going to. Bounce to Buchanan. Buchanan is hit on a flying tackle by that great young rookie number 72, Gord Christian, a 210-pound tackler of the demon variety. 50-yard kick and a 10-yard return. I think that the second wide john is still going to try to establish that inside running, and possibly not that they'll move into play pass action, taking that read play inside that's been so very, very much effective, and throw the pass to Barwell or Campbell. Ernest at center with Damien at right guard. Evan Chan at left. And there's the handout to George Reed. He breaks into that 35, the 39 yard line before Bill Liddell comes up to bring him down. That gain was uh, 14 yards. George Reed. If they don't find it up the middle, they're going to find it some other place, John. Going off tackle, no doubt finding a hole with that overshifting defense that the Tiger Cats are showing against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders this afternoon. First and ten, Saskatchewan on the Saskatchewan 39. Both ends in this time, and they fake three, and here is the rush. The long pass down there to Buchanan, and he does not get it. Buchanan was well in behind. Well in behind Barry Hansen is exactly what we were talking about a little while ago. And using that play-pass action, Eddie Buchanan, with his tremendous speed, gets behind the defender here and almost catches the ball. That'll make it second down and ten to go. And the interesting thing is here, how close the the Hamilton rush is coming to Ron Lancaster on every one of those deep passes. And Bob Krauss, number 14... A young rookie, and I say a young rookie, he's been with the club five years, but uh, he hasn't seen that much regular action, actually, until this year. The wind is now listed officially at 14 miles an hour. Lee Campbell wide to the right, Reed sets out to the left, has to stay in there to block for Ron Lancaster, and there's that pass at the flag of the project, Campbell is
8: wide open, he is... Oh.
6: And having his difficulties here john once again he's completely in the clear the ball right his arms and he drops it That's the second one the there for you.
8: however there is
6: a flag on the plane Let me pick it up john I'm grabbing a face mask going right? <laughs> on
8: the fans here are decked out in just a
6: glorious array of color and regalia from all over Canada. The temperature is 26 degrees. First and 10 Saskatchewan on their own 54. They get to George Reed who ran into Ted Ernest, his center blocker. He kind of half slid off him for a gain of four. Angelo Mosca, number 68, the defensive luck tackle, was hit and moved sideways, but was able to hold on long enough to stop the gain at five.
5: I think we'll notice uh, this afternoon that the Saskatchewan Rook Riders will be going at big number 68
6: out, out there, Angelo Mosca. They don't consider. Him. Lancaster dropping back farther this time. The passing air is good to George Reed to the 44 yard line, and that's good for a first down. Mokie Stover, the middle linebacker, made this
5: down.
3: Down to Bill Billing at the field.
5: Johnny on Joe Zooka's
6: quarterback sneak for the touchdown. He had to pay the price for it. He's had his nose rebroken. Dr.
3: Carter's has fixed it up. He's heard it's okay again, but Joe is obviously under some pain down at the field level.
6: Thank you, Bill. Now we're on the 43-yard line, first and 10, Saskatchewan. Lancaster, look at the rush on him now. He throws long, down there's intercepted by Darney Henley. Chase by Buchanan. Trying to get some footing, and Wally Dempsey knocks him down on the 19-yard line. Henley, on his own defense, sets himself back and catches the football without any trouble at all. When the Saskatchewan team, as well as the Hamilton team, consider Darney Henley as the finest defensive back in the country. He one of the reasons why flying tackler by Big Clyde Brock stopped Garney Henley from getting a good bit of footing to turn upfield and you could see even though he was wearing the running shoes that he did have trouble getting his footing there. So with the first interception of the ball game it is first and ten. Hamilton on the Hamilton 20. Sugar with that little screen good over here to Mathea and he is hit by Janelli slides off in, keeps going and finally flips as Daszynski drove him out on the 29-yard line. we can get a lesson on how to run a screen pass on that particular one.
8: Number 16 played it beautifully. And I think it takes
6: an awful lot of acting in there, John, in order to affect a real good screen, and that's what we saw that time. Well, they've come out throwing to Willie Bethea. He only caught one touchdown pass this season. He's used primarily as a ball carrier. He made 147 trips overland, but. They've come out throwing on those pullback screens and draws. or delays to him today take some of that heat off. The way this game has started out, it's going to be a battle of Willie Bethea versus George Reed. Johnny Tellman, this fella has a tremendous amount
5: of durability. Joe Rustick told me that he's been playing injured most of the year, but he doesn't do any complaining at all. Well,
6: they're inches away from being first down, about six inches, I would say. Five minutes and 38 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Seven-nothing as they come in with a sneak to the 30-yard line for the first down. Hamilton over Saskatchewan. Now the clock shows 5.28 remaining in the opening quarter. Well, Joe Zuger has his uh, nose reset and uh, gave it a very good test right there in that quarterback sneak. I think that you might suspect that an errant Mr. Elbow might uh, find it towards Joe's face mask if they knew or found out quickly that it was broken again. Zuger gives now to Smith, trying to utilize his speed, and he is caught by Wayne Shaw, the all-star linebacker on the left side, number
8: 50. Forty first Ray Cup. As Hamilton leading seven to nothing. Hamilton is
6: in their tenth ray cup since nineteen fifty. Tommy Grant eighteen to the bottom of your screen. Tommy Joe coffee the left end is split off ten yards. Zuger goes back to throw and it's in there to Batia again. Baffia is hit and dropped on the thirty nine yard line. Coming up there to get him was number At 27, Ted Duszynski along with Wally Dempsey.
8: That'll make it third
6: down, about a yard and a half to go. Dean Malashek and Bob Cossett are back to receive for Saskatchewan at the Saskatchewan 35. Zuger goes for a high snap and got it away. The ball bounces to Cossett, and he had to make sure he got that handle. And I noticed that Henry Dorish almost hit the kicker, Joe Zuger, but he held him up to make sure he wouldn't be called for roughing the kicker.
8: 35
6: yard kick and a three yard
8: return.
5: And the
6: only meeting between these two clubs this season is won a hair raising 22 21 victory over Hamilton. Campbell goes to the bottom of your screen. Lancaster looking deep again. Here's that long one to Campbell. And he's intercepted by Bobby Richardson. Richardson now trying to get some
3: uh, interference.
6: This block downfield that knocked Hugh Campbell right out of the play and allowed Bobby Richardson for a 39-yard return on that interception. Second interception of the ballgame, both by Hamilton. The rough play call is against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. on the 54-yard line, the 15-yard penalty. And so we now have three minutes and 19 seconds remaining in the quarter. Hamilton in possession on their own 54, coming off the ball very rapidly. Zooker rolling. He is caught back at the line of scrimmage, first of all by Ken Reed, number 58, secondly by 41, Ron Acheson. At the 12-minute mark of the first quarter, the score is Hamilton 7, Saskatchewan nothing has completed four out of four for 53 yards so far. Lancaster has completed one out of five passes for nine yards and he has had two intercepted. Now we have Garney Henley coming back into the game along with Joe Zuger, the quarterback, who was on the sideline talking to Ralph Fazio. Fleming comes out, number 21. The second down and 12 is the situation and Hamilton is on the Hamilton 52. Henley right, Grant left. Saskatchewan trying to get that rush in there, and the pass is knocked away by Ted Dushinsky. He read it properly. A step right in front of uh, Watkins, but he could not pick off the pass. He's done this before on that particular uh, the formation, the double wing setup for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. This is obviously a passing situation, and uh, no doubt the Saskatchewan defense was anticipating it. Ted Dushinsky tried to step in front of that ball, almost picked it off, and it could have been long gone for him and touchdown for the Saskatchewan Lutlider. Well, They had amazing nine interceptions against the great Calgary club in that Western final. Zuger kicked high into the win. Wolosik waits for him. Oh, and he is wrestled back there by Big Gord Christian, but his forward point of advance was the 18-yard line. And that'll get Saskatchewan the ball with the win. First and 10. A 41-yard kick and a 1-yard return. Two minutes, thirty-one seconds remaining in the opening quarter, and it is seven nothing for Hamilton. Hamilton is a club that had uh, only three times twenty points scored against it this season, all by Western clubs. George Reed and nobody there has to find the new route. Look at this boy! Great pullback as he goes to the for nine yards maybe enough for the first down
2: Michael was really find a bit
6: of running if you want to see any plays, john actually that time the play was designed to go off tackle left notice here is a pile up as george reed changes looks around and finally picks up nine yards for the saskatchewan team tremendous individual effort there how many of those 305 carries this year were of that variety when the play should have been stopped. An awful lot of them, John. We saw George Reed do some miraculous things out west this year. The ball is right on the 29 yard line. First down, Saskatchewan. 2 2 remaining in the opening quarter. Salad crowd of 31 and a half thousand here at Lansdowne Park in Ottawa. Lancaster sets Campbell and Buchanan both to the left, and they give to Alan Ford, and Ford. He's going to get four out of it, but no more, because he was piled up in there by John Barrow, the uh, 11-year veteran, and by number 35, Ron Groot, Or a 10-year veteran. This is his first year with the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the first time he's ever been in a pro championship, but you know, he was at one time a fullback for the Parkdale Lions when they won the Canadian Junior Championship uh, 10 years ago. Second down, six to go for the Green and Whites from Saskatchewan on the 33. Here comes Buchanan in motion with Ford. Here's the toss, a quick kick. And they catch the Hamilton Tiger Cats snapping. Ball going back as Henley watches the ball roll right into the end zone. Picks it up in the end zone, and is he gonna try to run it? Yes, he is. But uh, when he quickly sees that he is not gonna go too far, He is wrestled down by Huey Campbell, and that is the very close to 84 yards. 84 yards is the length of that quick kick. He's done that before, too, John. We've seen him earlier this year with a quick kick that's up some 80 yards. That just goes to show you the great versatility that Alan Ford has in that backfield. Runs, blocks, catches, passes, and kicks that ball well reason they did that of course is because they have 54 seconds left on the clock they would have been going into the wind had they not been able to move the ball on that sequence as they knew that the time was running out on them so it is now a seven to one ball game and hamilton has the ball on their own 25. pathea goes in motion they give to smith who is caught back there by a great blitz by ron atkinson number 41 a great 16-year veteran of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders who somehow uh, moved those on the left side of that line as he snuck in there. Who did he beat in there, Gene? Actually, Ron Atkinson, some uh, 16 years in the Canadian Football League, has come up with some real spectacular plays. And on that one, no doubt he saw the big hole, the big gap. He shot it and was able to drop the Hamilton man for a big loss. He says he's going to play till he's 40 years old, too, John. Having
5: problems on the field, actually.
3: Well,
6: one of the overly exuberant ha- uh, fans is now being chased down the field. He, t- he ran out and stole the ball from scrimmage and threw the ball up into the crowd. And uh, some of uh, Ottawa's finest out to grab him and take him off the field.
5: he can't reach up that
2: time i wonder if he'll get a
8: penalty
6: on it <laughs> i was back on the 18 yard line second down and 18. And they go to the middle here with Mathea. There is a flag on the play. But Thea keeps driving into the 26-yard line. Wally Dempsey, number 77, is in there to make the stop. Gun sounds to end the first quarter. Some question about whether the penalty will force the delay of the start of the second quarter or whether it will make it the end of the first quarter. Referee Harry Ross talking to Joe Zuger. Here's the illegal motion call against Hamilton, and it has been declined. So at the end of the first quarter, the score is Hamilton 7, Saskatchewan 1, and we'll have more CFL action after this word from our sponsors.
4: Here's to the everyday things that end up being everything.
0: Here's to all things simple with casual clothing and footwear from Marks.
6: It'll be third down, eight and a half yards to go. Saskatchewan at four first downs in that opening quarter. Hamilton at five. Ruger kicking from the twelve. Good kick to Coss at 24. And Coss beat that first flying tackle there by Christian. That's only happened a couple of times this year. But Ted Watkins, a great downfield tackler and uh, one who has made many on this very turf, was in there to make sure he didn't come back. 43 yards the kick, 3 yards the return.
8: Hamilton had 8 yards rushing,
6: net that is, in the opening quarter. Saskatchewan at 37. Hamilton completed four out of five passes for 53 yards. Saskatchewan one out of five for nine yards. Two interceptions both by Hamilton. Saskatchewan first down on the 43. They give to Reed as he breaks into the middle of the 51-yard line. Dave Vitti, number 70, the uh, defensive left end was in to make the stop. And now because it is second in short yardage, they send in extra blockers. Carfin goes in along with Henry Dorsch,
8: 71 Barwell,
6: 25 Buchanan come out. Second down, a yard and a half to go for Saskatchewan. Ford, Reed, and Dorsch, and Brewer lines up right off the center. They hand off there to George Reed. Now, Reed was hit by Brewer, and this is very close to a first down. See what happens to Brewer as he lines up right opposite the center. Alon Brewer right up, right up over the center, working on Tedernest and effectively stops Reed's plunge there. I think it's just about a half yard short of the first down, John. Now, if they elect to gamble on third and a half a yard to go, Ralph Fazio is not going to gamble. He's putting in his biggest man with Kelly, Turner, and uh, John Holman going in. Oh, it is third down and a foot and a half to go. Ron Lancaster went underneath, and I believe he has enough there for the first down. The Hamilton line seemed to rise, expecting a quarterback sneak straight up, but he went underneath. Ron has done it on several occasions this year, and I noticed also that he is wearing running shoes, and that time he slipped a bit. It is a first down for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. However, there's some of the backs that are wearing their normal cleats out there. I noticed George Reed before the game testing it, and George is heavy enough, I believe, to get enough traction with his normal cleats. However, there are a lot of other receivers using the running shoes, John. It'll be first and ten, Saskatchewan, on the Saskatchewan 54-yard line.
8: Ford
6: goes in motion. They give to Reed, and Reed is caught by number 25, Smokey Stover over did a fine job of breaking the interference on number 53 avonchan the guard who was leaving the blocking and the gain is three just a shade less than three you know two records have already been established
8: (laughs) with tommy grant and uh
6: he's in there for his ninth year that is at least as his ninth break up appearance second down and seven Saskatchewan, Laughlin rushes on, there's the pass, and it is not near anybody. (laughs) I think he's just trying to get rid of it that time, John. Uh, Eddie Buchanan, no doubt, was not in the pattern at all, and he wasn't expecting the pass. Eagle Keys and Jack are conferring on the side. Now, this Hamilton defensive line, Lachlan at right end, Beattie at left end, shifts now into an eight man line on this third and seven kick. Alan Ford gets the low snap and he gets it away. Rolls by Grant. Page picks it up and there's a no yard penalty call. Now the Saskatchewan Rough Rider players tried to get back out of that zone, and uh, maybe the footing didn't help get them out of there in time. At any rate, the no yards penalty is called. No, no Johnny, they were slipping and sliding all over the place trying to get out. However, they were well inside the zone, and we saw the penalty ensued. John Barrow is also playing in his ninth Grey Cup out of eleven years in Canadian football. First and ten, Hamilton. Zuger, back to throw in the middle, and it is to Fleming, no good, and Bruce Bennett, the man covering, knocked uh, Fleming back,
8: but the ball was well
6: over his head. I see that there, well, this is the greatest number of photographers I've ever seen along the sidelines at a football game. Now, they brought out more police because we could be going for an open record of people running out of the field and stealing footballs. Gordy, what
5: is that record? (laughs) John noticed uh, that Garner Man going out now. As we all know by now, he's uh, injured. He's got
6: uh, a pulled hamstring muscle replaced by number 16, Gord. It is second and ten for the Tiger Cats. on their own 33. The rush is on Zucker, and he's tied. Wayne Shaw went over top. Ken Reed had come in from the right side. In a situation like that, John, when we see uh, doors go in there, it's usually a sign of a blitz. And that's what we saw that time, very effective. Watch on the replay, both uh, blitz coming from both sides Reed from the right and Shaw from the left. And as Joe Zuger ducked to try to get underneath both of them, which he did, he'd also lost his balance. So Zuger now kicked with the wind. He had an average of 45.8 this season. And there's one that's better than his average. He's got the wind and gets a good one to the 30. Gene Walachev, the all time punt return champion of the CFL. Stopped by Bill Danichuk, a Niagara Falls product, to learn his football at Tennessee. 54 yard kick and an 8 yard return. At the four-minute mark of the second quarter, the score is Hamilton 7 and Saskatchewan 1. $1,250 for the winning member of each football team here in this 41st annual breakup championship. It is a first and 10, Saskatchewan and Saskatchewan is on their own 35. They're down 7-1 to the Eastern champion Hamilton Tiger Cats. Back into the center to George Reed as he is tripped up at the line of scrimmage, but still managed to get five yards out of it. Ralph Stasio paid the supreme compliment to George Reed. He said, well, we're gonna concede him 100 yards. There's no way you can stop him with less than that. And then we just have to go and get those 100 yards back. Billy Ray Lachlan made the tackle here on George Reed on the 40.
3: Second down and five to go.
6: And here's Lancaster rolling. He's trying to get Barwell deep. He's covered by Henley, and it is knocked away by Garney Henley. Fine job of defense by Garney Henley on Barwell.
5: We anticipated this type of boot- bootleg action from Ron Lancaster. Watch right here as Barwell tries to get player almost does, and we just about to see an interception from Garney Henley.
8: So that'll make it a uh,
6: third and five punting situation for Saskatchewan. Alan Ford, who averaged 38 and a half yards a kick this season, goes into the wind. It's an end-over-end ball, hoping for the bounce, and he gets it. Teddy Page, hit by Jim Carson fine tackle wally dempsey number 77 in there to help him out ted page who had three years with montreal then three years with the hamilton tiger cats he returned 74 punts in regular season play and five yards in every one of them 35 yard boot four yards this return First and ten for the Tiger Cats. Bethia comes in motion. Here's going to be a pass from Ed Turek. They're trying to get Fleming down deep. It could be picked off. Oh, it is no oh, good. Ed Turek, the Kitchener Waterloo product. Maya Edmonton. see how he does it. Fleming almost had this football. He's one of the fastest men on the Hamilton Tiger Cat team. Watches Turek, sets back, and throws to him. Just about holds on to this ball. Tossed. Almost tries to defend on him, but uh,
2: Lending just about holds on to it. Could have been a completion, John.
6: West and Cossett were both back. Little Bennett looked like one of them was going to pick it off. Here's Zuger looking for that left side. And the pass is good to Watkins. He's wide open. Could go all the way. Ted Watkins is gone for the touchdown. 71 yards. Ted Watson. What a triumphant return to his own car. The coaches have been pretty happy to get a hold of this fella, watch him on his quick down the middle pass. Just gets a hold of it and runs all the way for Hamilton's second touchdown.
8: He's got
6: three touchdown passes during the season. Tommy Joe Coffey is uh, trying to get a kicking boot on, wearing running shoes for the regular playing of the game, and then has to get his kicking boot on for the... Uh, extra point. This Prime Minister having a uh, great day today. do a little uh, quarterbacking from uh, up in the Royal Box. There's a fan on the far side, says we're believers in Joe Zuger. Well, Joe, it took you a long time to make him believe, but there's no doubt about it now. Thirteen to one is the score, and it's in there. Joe Zuber's doing a fine job of picking apart that uh, Saskatchewan secondary, John. What they're doing is sometimes going back in a three deep Secondary, and other times going with a four-man secondary on that particular pass pattern. When watching catching the ball, they actually split that zone. He was wide open in the gap and had no problem going all the way. Fourteen to one is the score. The Hamilton Tiger-Cats, who weathered the storm in the opening quarter—that is to say, against the wind. I'll come back to Adwan. I'm the receivers for Saskatchewan, Ford and Buchanan. Buchanan number 25, Ford 21 to your left. The kick by Cocky. he gives us a ride to Buchanan.
8: Going to the right
6: side, looking for some blocking help, and Dave Beatty. Actually, Beatty was the only man in that zone to get to Zuger, or at least to uh, Buchanan. 69-yard kick and a 20-yard return. And had he not hit him there, there was a good 20 or 30 yards more to be had. And of course, Eddie Buchanan's got the speed to break it all away. He's looking for a real big play in the series. Very instrumental last year, John, if you can recall, uh, against the Winnipeg
5: Blue Bombers with a 70-yard drop.
6: Now Saskatchewan down 14 to one. They may be forced to open up earlier than they had anticipated. George Reed goes inside. That whole Hamilton line is looking for him. His gain is just a little bit less than four. Notice a fantastic amount of defensive alignments with the Hamilton Tiger catcher, moving Mosca all the way around. And sometimes they have them on the nose of the center, and they move them all the way over to the left some 12 or 15 feet. Here's Lancaster tripping and fouling, and he's dropped back on the six yard line.
5: Fine play by number 15, page here. He just gets a hand on Lancaster, drops him for some 10 yard loss the
6: Saskatchewan Rough Riders way back on their seven-yard line. Looks like he hurt his left hand, uh, too, as he comes off the field. Lancaster has now been thrown for losses twice, for nine yards and now 12 yards. And now they are forced to punt into that wind. And Hamilton, with a 14-to-1 lead, are playing their receivers, Grant and Page, up on the Saskatchewan 30-yard line. They'll be in great field position. All things being equal out to this punt. Grant on the 35 is grabbed there by number 76, Carson. Kind of half spun off him. And then Brock 67 and 54, Brant, came down to pull him down on the 35. So that was a 28-yard kick and a one-yard return. Hamilton Tiger Cats back in possession on the 35. They lead 14 to 1 in this Great Cup championship, halfway through the second quarter. Zuger back to throw, getting good protection. There's a long pass to Fleming in the end zone. No good. Saskatchewan has three defenders back there Cossett, West, and Bennett. But the pass was too long. And let's see if something did happen down there at that Regina bench. Bill? The selection of footwear appears to be a problem for both teams still, Johnny, and the running shoes that most of them selected at the beginning of the game are starting to tear apart with the tough hitting in that very hard field, and one by one they're going back to the standard cleats. Second down, 10 to go on the 35-yard line. Zuger fakes the toss. He's going to be throwing if he gets time and he gets the ball away it is uh, no good. Connie Grant, 12-year veteran,
8: does not hold
6: on. him came close to, to intercepting that one. Putting the big rush on his play, John, was uh, the line of the year number 61 at McQuarters, but the pass does not go completed at all. Actually, there was pretty well defended down there. Well, that Volosha concussed it. they'll go back to receive. There you see in the corner of your screen there's a new sections of stands that were added. They added 3,800 stands uh, seats here. I'm asking you to wait for Tommy Joe Coffee to get that uh, shoe of his on and He's going to try a field goal from the 42 yard line, a third and 10, unless they decide to throw since they're up 14 to 1. That could go all the way to the dead ball line for a single point. Just take that last little flop over, and Walaja ducks number 75 tommy joe coffee was sliding right by so they get a single point out of it and the, the saskatchewan rough riders now find themselves trailing by two converted touchdowns and the clock shows officially six minutes and 42 seconds remaining in this second quarter of this Grey breakup battle you know john i was talking with ray Malavasi. he said he'd have no problem with the saskatchewan so far it's been that way out to uh, ed buchanan and they're trying to get some uh of that backfield rolling he gets five out of it stopped on the 30. but they have so far been contained very successfully dave beaty the left
8: end they're just
6: trying to get both those ends beaty on the left side Lockland on the right to go straight up field to uh, keep the saskatchewan runners contained in other words nobody's getting outside on them now barwell and buchanan left campbell right only thrown to Campbell once today. Lancaster back again. And there's a flag on the play. Lancaster is hit. Gets up and goes again to the 27-yard line. But let's see what this flag is about. They had Buchanan down deep, but he was so well covered by Barry Henson that he had no opportunity to throw. A holding penalty against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. the cheers which seem to favor the Saskatchewan Roughriders early or before the game and possibly as a result of the popularity of Ron Lancaster here, now seems to be evenly divided between the two teams. That'll make it first down Saskatchewan on the 40, and I think that uh, the two touchdowns that Saskatchewan was behind to Ottawa last year at about this stage is setting in their minds at this stage, figuring they can still come back, as they did then. George Reed into the middle, caught there by Smokey Stover and the left tackle Angelo Moskett. They're having not too much success with both Avin Chan and Atamian get that inside interference opened up. So what Reed is making in there, he's practically making on his own. John, I can't understand why they're not going for a little more short passes. They haven't been able to establish that inside running game yet. Lancaster, now back. Here's that long one down there who, uh, it could be. <laughs> Hugh Campbell was so well covered by Bobby Richardson and by Bill Riddell. That's the eighth pass attempt by Lancaster. He has completed only one. That was for nine yards. That's the type of play right there that uh, Lancaster and Campbell were so successful with in establishing records last year when uh, Lancaster was doing a lot of rolling and Campbell was having an opportunity to beat a lot of people. But he stayed to primarily, oh, I guess you'd call it a semi-roll this year, and uh, Campbell didn't have time to beat a lot of people third and
8: eight.
6: Eddie Page. Hit by Dempsey and brought down on the 44. Dave
8: Page. Page is shaken up on the play.
6: A 25-yard kick and a one-yard return. to one for the Hamilton Tiger Cats over Saskatchewan. Four minutes and 22 seconds in the first half. That'll put the ball right on the 44-yard line, and it is now...
8: First and ten
6: for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Coming off there very quickly, Fleming rolling left. He's got Basia doing a block for him, and he is pulled down by Ted Deshinsky, who grabbed him around the ankle after a gain of five. Keys in his 15th year of Canadian pro football fourth year as the head man of Saskatchewan trying to find the answer against this Hamilton club today they fake the toss and then he doesn't have time to turn and run with it as he had intended to do with Wayne Shaw hit him along with number 79 Don Gerhardt that's the left end and left linebacking combination it'll make it three and seven they're down seven Now, there was a, just a little quick look at how deep downfield and how open uh, Fleming was had Zuger had a chance to throw. Cossid goes back with Wallasha. Zugger will kick from his own 33. Three and a half minutes to go. A high snap. Oh, and that is partially blocked at the line of scrimmage. It's taken by Ken Reed. And Reed now turns and is brought down by Gene Stepatelli. Watch this one again. A big break for
5: the Saskatchewan
8: Roughriders Riders as number 50
6: Shaw blocks the kick and Kanye touches it and puts the Saskatchewan Ruck Riders on the 47 yard line. Now, Saskatchewan will try to take advantage of that break that they created for themselves on the 47. That is the Hamilton 47. They go to the middle with Reed, and Reed is hit head on. Took a tremendous jolt in there from Angelo Mosca. At the 12-minute mark of the second quarter, the score is Hamilton 15 and Saskatchewan 1. And so the ball is on the 45-yard line. It'll be second down and eight to go. Saskatchewan. George Reed has carried 11 times for 58 yards. Now they set their flankers wider. Then Reed in motion. Lancaster throws in the middle, and it is no good. They were intending to throw to Reed there.
8: And Bob Krause had him too well covered.
6: Lancaster is unsuccessful in passing in this second quarter. Zero for four. The hard ground is very definitely having adverse effect upon the receivers. John, on that particular occasion, number twenty-one, Alan Ford just slipped and fell on that pattern. I'm sure that he might have been the principal receiver. Ford Is kicking from the 50. Back in there is Garney Henley on the 13, and he's got that tremendous getaway speed. There he goes to the 35, and Henry Dort takes him to the sideline. See how he does that so well. A great burst of speed here by Garney Henley.
8: Watch him just take off
5: and leave these Saskatchewan people behind.
6: He finally knocked out of bounds by Henry
5: Dorsey, number 16 of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders.
6: It winds up as a net gain of two. It was a 32 yard punt and a two yard return. How many things Ernie Henley does so well? He averaged 10 yards on uh, all his punt returns this season. First and 10, Hamilton. 209 remaining. Here's Zuger looking for some long-, long ones here. And it is good to Willie Bethia. Oh, he drilled that one right at the numbers. Bruce Bennett, the safety man, number 30, made the stop. 20 yards was the length of the game. This is the best passing attack we have seen Hamilton unfold this year.
5: They're pretty well taking advantage of that inside area that
6: is open from time to time. Willie Bafia having excellent hands, getting in the open without any problem. Zuger, this time to Alan Smith, and uh, Smith... Saw that hole close on him as he got to the 45. Ed McWhorters and Ron Atchison, the tackle, closed it off.
8: Smith, after
6: a year with the Buffalo Bills, joined the, the Hamilton Tiger Cats for the final. The first time he handled a football in Canadian play, he went for the touchdown. Second down, seven for the Tiger Cats. Grant left. Here comes Zuger back on a quick kick. And they're trying to get the point that will separate him by more than two converted touchdowns. And uh, Bennett will concede a single point. That'll now make it 16 to one.
8: 64
6: yards was the length of that quick kick by Joe Zuger. His seventh punt of the ball game. We have a minute and 24 seconds remaining. Gatcher and Rough Riders, a team that played four playoff games, had to beat Edmonton. And then that rugged three-game series against the Calgary Stampeders, Hamilton had two games against the Ottawa Rough Riders. Lancaster gives to George Reed as they try to pop him off right tackle. That a hole opened up initially for about three and a half to four yards, and then it closed off very quickly. Quite a battle going on out there, Gene, between number 67, the Saskatchewan right tackle, Clyde Brock and Angelo Mosca, 68, the left tackle. Those 270-pounders are having a day. They're having a couple of real big horses out there. Probably... Combined close to 500 pounds. Second down and seven, Saskatchewan. Minute to go in the first half. Ed Buchanan does not make the first down. I try to disguise that a little bit as they sent uh, George Reed to fullback in motion and uh, are unable to take advantage of Buchanan's speed simply because the Sketch and Rough Riders have not been able to get
4: outside with him.
6: 14 mile an hour wind when the game started, and it appears to be about the same. Ford gets a high one up there to Henley. Stanley is stopped right on the midfield stripe by Jack Abinchan. And we have 20 seconds left. I don't know if I have ever seen in the past 20 years a football club that was better prepared than the Hamilton Tiger Cats were for that Ottawa Rough Riders series, particularly the, the second game. And they have shown that today they are well prepared once more. Here's a Quick kick by Joe Zuger fake. Now he's going to be throwing off it into the middle, and it is good to Ted Watkins, and Watkins has stopped on the 41. Bruce Bennett saw the fake quick, or at least he saw the quick kick coming. He ran back, opened up that safety zone, and uh, they stopped him for a gain of 14. Here's a fast count coming off the ball because there's two seconds left on the clock. Now they're going to be kicking here for a... Well, at least a single. It'll be a single because I see Gord Christian going on. Now, they use him, of course, for his great downfield tackling ability and his speed. Gene Woloschuk is in the end zone. I wouldn't even be surprised to see him hoof it back out of there to save a single point. It's the last play of the half. Here's a kick by Zuger. It comes down to Woloschuk. Will he kick it back? No, he's going to try to run it out to save the point, and he is tipped in there for one. Dean Sepatelli and John Holman were down there to make the stop. And the most significant factor in this ball game so far is the advantage that Hamilton has been able to take with the wind, primarily, but the success that they had against the wind in the opening quarter. Now we're getting all set to meet a couple of stars of that first half. Getting ready now to go downstairs with Johnny Bassett and his two stars of the first half. On the field with Garney Henley and George Reed. Fellas, George, you're wearing the cleats. Garnie, you've got the running shoes on. We have a comment from both of you on how you're finding the shoes as compared to the field. Garney.
5: Well, of course, it's real slippery. I tried the cleats at the beginning uh, before we were practicing, and uh, I thought that they were a little too slippery, so I tried these. It's still slippery, but I feel it's a little better with these. George? Well, I tried three different pairs, and I, uh, decided I'll go with the fleets, although it's a little slippery. I find
8: it a more at home in them, and I can move it as well I can. Hold. You're finding, uh, despite the hardness of the deal, that you're not having trouble cutting. Not, not too much at all. Uh, I think anything you have you is going to slip it in, and, and uh, I just feel like bonus to football too. Gary, right,
2: you've, uh, picked off two interceptions so far, that deep defense. Are you playing zone or man to man? Well,
5: we're playing a little both, actually.
6: Uh, we're trying
2: to trying to mix it up a little bit. Your
6: specific responsibility, Campbell, it appears that way. No, not necessarily. No, it's not. Uh, I'm going to both uh, Barwell and Campbell. Fellas, I know that you want to get in. Thank you for coming out, and good luck to you both in the second half. George right. Reed, Garney lot. Hanley. Scores Hamilton 17 and Regina 1. We'll continue with our Grey Cup halftime from Lansdowne Park after this word from our sponsor. Well, there are three decisive statistics in that first half. One is Saskatchewan's big edge in rushing, Hamilton's big edge in passing, and on the scoreboard, Hamilton's big edge in the score. As you can see, the first downs are very close. Hamilton has seven, Saskatchewan six. In yards rushing, George Reed has given Saskatchewan a big edge, 75 to only 13 for Hamilton. But Joe Zuger's passing has more than made up for that. 159 yards on seven completions of 12 throws. And Saskatchewan, nine yards. Lancaster has completed only one pass out of nine. Two of the nine have been intercepted for good gains by Hamilton. Penalties, we expected Hamilton would have an edge here, and they do, four for 40 yards, two for 39 yards against Saskatchewan, and one was that interference call. One fumble, Hamilton recovered it. Joe Zuger has a little edge in punting. Uh, He had one that only went three yards, well, Alan Ford had one to 184, and that has kept it close. No surprise here, George Reed is the top rusher, 61 yards on 12 carries. Willie Bessia has gained as many yards on four catches. And Ted Watkins, of course, is the leader with two catches for 85 yards, including that long one for a touchdown. So that is the statistical picture of the first
2: half. And now back to our halftime show.
6: On the field with Jim Duncan, the fine assistant coach of the Saskatchewan Roughriders, Jim, you'll have to open the game up a little bit now. Yes, we
4: will, uh, John. We made a couple of mistakes defensively out there, and Sam Hamilton certainly hasn't found enough football team to take advantage of any uh, mistake that you make. And that's—I think—it's a big difference
6: in the ball game. Well, like I know now. we're going to looking ahead to a great second half. It's a great comeback football club. They did it last year. Good luck to you in this second half. Thank you so much, John. Now let's get back upstairs to Johnny Esau. So the big crowd that has converged on our capital city from all across Canada. And it's great that one football game can mean so much to so many people, weeks and weeks and months and years of planning for each one of them, and fans save and scrape and plan and gather, and then they all meet for the one big football game. And so it doesn't really matter that 16 points separate, everybody is having a ball. It is 17 to 1 for the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats will take the wind in the fourth quarter. Ronnie Lancaster warming up on the sideline probably has been given the word to start throwing short in the second half.
8: That's
6: why uh, the U.S., when they invented the bomb, were afraid the enemy would get it. Ottawa invented the bomb in the Eastern Conference. Hamilton got it and beat them with it, now they're starting to beat Saskatchewan with it. So we have uh, Lancaster probably pulled the tour a little bit shorter in the second half to see if he can't start moving the Rough Riders. Mathia and Smith go back to receive. And on a hop in his running shoes is met on the 25 and driven down on the 26. Wayne comes did to make the tackle.
8: There
6: has been a, a great number of long telegrams sent in from supporting fans to both of these football clubs. They have been delivered to their dressing room. So a 56-yard kickoff, 17-yard return. Hamilton has the ball on the 26. Pass on the right side to Smith, and Smith is dropped on the 26. He just got back to the line of scrimmage. Ed McWhorter kind of drove him out. Had less than a yard on the play. Now let's see if Saskatchewan, as you see them defensively now, Ekstrand on the right corner with Atchison. And are at tackle with Dorsch. Number 17 comes out as a defensive right halfback. So he is in there, and Deschinski is on the left side. Tommy Grant sets to the bottom of your screen. As you see the motion now, Saskatchewan uh, may be called offside. There will be an offside call. There is the pass to Tommy Grant, and Grant takes it on the 41-42-yard line. And uh, had a good look at that one on the way in for 15 yards, but you must wait to make the finally call official. This Tommy of Grant on this one, John, as he runs the perfect sideline pattern, catches it up before he runs out of bounds. Both teams being called offside, so the play will be nullified, and they'll do it all over again.
8: Second down,
6: Hamilton. Hamilton in the... Five years of great cupping from 61 to 65. Saskatchewan from 28 to 32. The only two clubs that have been in for five consecutive years. Bethea and Smith to the left. Middle linebacker Dempsey comes out to cover Bethea. The pass is almost intercepted by Ron Atchison. And there is a flag on the play. A holding penalty is being called. We had uh, Charlie Turner and Don Gerhardt a bit of a go. I don't know who started it. It's Hamilton being called. Holding penalty is called, and it is taken back to the 16 yard line. Second down, 20 to go for the Hamilton Tiger Cats on the 16-yard line. Tommy Joe Coffey is left. Grant is left. Fleming goes in motion. Here's the rush on. The pass is good to Bathea. Hit in there by Dorson and Dempsey and pull down. The ball is loose. Saskatchewan is recovered. But they whistle probably killed that play.
8: Saskatchewan needs... To uh,
6: get their hands on the football and go in for a score, because the next major score is going to certainly determine the course of this ball game. That'll make it third down and 16 yards to go for Hamilton on the Hamilton 20. Saskatchewan receivers on the 50 and 55. Good spiral kick taken by Wilasik on the 50. Takes the flip out, pulls it back in, and he is driven out on the far side over there by number 76, Ted Watkins. Watkins, the uh, five-year veteran of Canadian football, four years with Ottawa, has good speed, a 200-pounder who can fly, 42-yard kick, and a two-yard run back.
3: And the Saskatchewaners have
6: to look, here pretty quickly. Uh, we're looking for the short pass. They were very unsuccessful with the long one in the first half and also trying along the ground. They're not too successful there. They've got to maintain control of that football. got to go to the short pass. Well, Hamilton has not given up a major in five-and-a-half football games now. Here's Lancaster back deep. Down to the middle. It's wide open to Buchanan. Buchanan breaks into the 35, into the 33. And Bobby Richardson, number 23, made the tackle.
5: There's the first long completion for Buchanan, who's on a wing-back slot. We notice him at the top of the screen. Comes across the center, catches the football for a fine game. Or they is just catching They go once again with the long pass.
6: In the first quarter, they were almost knocking Lancaster down on those passes. In the second quarter, he started to drop back deeper and faster to throw, as he did there. First and ten on the thirty-four. Reed slips and falls, gets up and makes his block anyway. Now Lancaster throws in there. It is no good. Buchanan was covered on the play. That'll make it second and ten. Utilizing Buchanan principally as a receiver here, John. I notice he's flanked out to the left and going down, either cutting up short on a hook pattern, a curl-type pattern, or trying to go deep. Well, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders did a pretty good shopping job. They bought Ron Lancaster and Ed Buchanan and Ken Reed for less than $1,800 for the three of them. Now Lancaster has a rush from the blind side. Teddy Page. Nobody laid a hand on him. See how Page comes in home free.
8: Beautiful here. This looks like
5: a lookout block. What Page completely unmolested. Wham right into Lancaster. Big
8: loss, snuffed out the threat
6: temporarily at least. So the Saskatchewan Roughriders are now third and 20 on the 45. They're down 17 to 1. 11 and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. Jack Avinchan is trying for the field goal from well out. He's short out of the two-yard line <laughs> henley gets up to about the 14 he finds that he can't go any farther and he steps out in the 14.
5: this a fantastic speed john you don't really notice it until you see him try to change his
6: pace there as he did on jim warden jim was trying to angle in on him and Garney just Gave a little twitch there for a moment and used that tremendous speed to his advantage. Hamilton Tiger Cats, who have 15 ball players who weren't with them at this time last year. Six of them who weren't with them on Labor Day. What a job Ralph Fazio has done. Quick pass in there, no good. And Senator Watkins and Wayne Shaw, the six-year veteran linebacker from Saskatoon Hilltops had a good bear hug on him that'll make it second down and 10 to go Hamilton's anticipating quite a few blitzes here and uh, no doubt Joe Zuber is looking for that quick pass either throwing to his flaring or swinging men trying to hit his uh, ends on quick slant and pattern 11 minutes remaining in the third quarter 17 to 1 for the Tiger Cats That's wide to the right. Fleming and Grant. Zuger straight back. Now he looks for that right side. And it is intercepted. There comes Bob Costas. Cutting back into the middle, looking for some blocking. Alan Smith grabs him and pulls him down on the prowl. Well, Bobby Costas to Johnny on a spot here as the ball slips right through Fleming, number 21. Here it is right here.
5: Watch Costas try to pick up some blocking. He decided to go the other way. Finally, it's down
8: by Smith.
6: Yay! And at the four-minute mark of the third quarter, the score is Hamilton 17 and Saskatchewan 1. So these Saskatchewan Roughriders on the interception by Koff, are first and 10 on the Hamilton 11. Ford and Reed are the setbacks. And they give to George Reed, and Reed is tripped by number 15, Betty Page went right over the top of him, and Ron Brewer came in number two. Now that gain is down to the seven-yard line, maybe the eight. It'll be a gain of three, it is second and seven. Saskatchewan has to get to the one to make this first down. Campbell and Buchanan left, Lancaster back to throw. And it's deep into the end zone, intercepted back there by Bob Trout. And Hamilton gets themselves out of trouble, and they're back out on the 10.
5: Ronnie Lancaster, in that particular pattern, was looking for Huey Campbell. However, Campbell was extremely well
6: covered by number 23 Richardson of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and uh,
5: he actually slipped as well.
6: Lancaster is now 2 out of 12 in the passing department. And 9 minutes and 42 seconds remain in the third quarter. Hamilton has weathered that storm. The interception that got them into a bit of a hole. Now Tommy Joe Koffi's foot to the bottom of your screen. Wide to the left. Grant's wide to the top. The field goes in motion. They get to Smith, and Smith turns that corner. A great block thrown down there as he went for 10 yards. As John Holman, the big guard, number 57 from Wisconsin, one of the six post Labor Day acquisitions,
8: helped set up the play. Move
6: the ball to the 20. Pass for the right side to Bathia, and Bethia is partially submarined there by uh, Henry Dorsch, number 16. And that gain is very close to four yards. Now, how many football fans know who holds the record for the most touchdown passes thrown in great cup competition? And if you guessed or remember Joe Crowell was seven, you were right. He, by the way, holds the all-time great cup scoring record with 30 points seven appearances in the final, and he shares with Sam Etcheverry the record of throwing three touchdown passes in one game. He tosses to Fleming, and Fleming is bottled in. Look at him fight to try to break that tackle, and he has finally moves to the 25, maybe the 26. It'll be third down as Dushinsky makes the tackle. Almost caught up that time by Ed McQuarters, number 61,
8: and showed an example
6: of the great speed that this man possesses for infused bulk. It is third down and four, and the Hamilton will kick from the 12. Joe Zuber. It's a low one. He's a good kicker into that wind. Gene Walashuk. hit by Christian Watkins and Johnny Simba. Talk about kicking. One Grey Cup record that has lasted for 58 years and may never be approached is the single-game record for kicking... Single points in the first Greek Cup game. Huey Gall kicked eight singles for the University of Toronto. Watkins comes off holding his right elbow. Catch one on their own 53. Here's the toss on the right side to Reed, trying to get him outside. And he is upended on the 50. Bill Riddell got in there to uh, drive him off. Barry Hansen will shake it up a little bit. The gain is good for seven. That big uh, Hamilton defensive line has apparently cut off the inside on Big George there, Gene, so they're going to try to spin him out. Barwell and Buchanan come out, so they've gone into their short yardage blocking situation. Carp in the left end. Reed, Ford, and Dorsch. They're going to be throwing. There's a pass out there to Carfin, and Carfin is hit just as he got to the football, and actually he was driven away from the ball by Bobby Richardson. So it'll be third down and three. Seven minutes remaining in the third quarter. Hamilton is ahead 17 to one. Well, Johnny's going to give an awful lot of credit to the defensive backs of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Actually, they were concentrating mostly and worrying mostly about Garnie Henley, but it looks as if there are quite a few other real capable performers out there in that secondary. Alan Ford kicking from his own forty five. He's fifteen yards behind the line of scrimmage. Tommy Grant on the fifteen. Gary Brant slipped and fell, and Grant looked like he was almost gonna get open there, but he was dropped on the twenty six. 35-yard kick, and a 6-yard return. A Know that he sits down on the 25, so it is Hamilton, 1st and 10. Atchison, McQuarters, and Gerhardt, the four-man line. Now it's into a six-man line as he tried to stop Hamilton. Zuger, back to throw. Down the middle there to Tommy Joe Coffee too far. Zuger kept almost everybody back there. He sent Grant to the right copied down deep, kept everybody else back in there to block for him to get that long one away. They figure if they can add one more here, they can blow the game wide open. I think so, John. They're working on a one-on-one situation there with Dale West. However, Dale's got excellent speed, and it surprised me
5: to see Tom and Joe get at least two steps on him.
6: Second and ten, Hamilton. There's the modified eye formation. Here's Zuger. And the draw to Bathea. Bathea moves over the 30 into the 32 yard line. Stopped there by Wayne Shaw. And uh, he's going to be short of the first down by about uh, two and a half to three yards. There's 55 Danichuk. 54 Ellison Kelly. 44 Sepitali at center. 66 Big Charlie Turner. Ohio University. And 76 Watkins is his right end. The punting. Punt blocking unit, Smokey Silver, comes in. Good one. Down to the 35. Here's Walasha. Gets away from Cepitelli, back into the middle, and then he is knocked down on the 37-yard line. John Holman is
8: the tackler. number
6: 57 for Hamilton. Well, they like to punish that, uh, He's got excellent hands. He's been returning punch for a number of years. He's probably his most valuable asset of being able to hold on to football. But he does take an awful lot of punishment down there every time. 44-yard kick, a four-yard return, and it is first down Saskatchewan as they go into a spread now, keeping George Reed as the only man in the backfield. He goes in the block, and they throw in there to Warden, and that bounces away. Good call. The play was run right.
5: Looks like a big pattern to me out there, John, but uh, unfortunately, for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Jim Warden did not look in time. It looked as if the ball hit him on the helmet and bounced quite right away and almost was picked off by one of the Hamilton
2: defenders.
6: Last year, when Saskatchewan was down 14 points to Ottawa, they started to go to Warden, a good uh, pass catching tight end. And uh, I wonder if they're trying to. Uh, to get to Wharton to get him out of a hole again. Four minutes and 50 seconds remaining in the quarter, the third quarter. Hamilton ahead, 17 to one. Into the middle to Ed Buchanan. Buchanan is stopped by Ron Brewer, who hit him up high after Barry Hansen hit him low, and that'll be uh, about a yard away. Smokey is sober in there to help out as well. it will be third down. And there's about a yard to go. Will they gamble? They're going to kick. with the win. And the Western contingent here is second-guessing that call a little bit. Looks like Buchanan might be uh, hurting once again. In the series against the Calgary Stampeders, he twisted his knee. And actually, before the game, he was limping quite a bit. And I understand they shot it right below the knee.
8: And Alan Ford
6: steps up to the 31 yard line. Henley and Grant back to receive. Grant will take this on the run. One off balance in there by Jim Carpin. And uh, he didn't get any momentum, so he's dropped at the 29 by Jack Ab and Shan.
8: Well, a
6: uh, pretty hefty taping job on Ted Watkins' arm there. Number 76. You might get a look at him there. I got a big pad on it, an elbow pad. Joe Zuger fakes the toss, and he throws down the middle, and it is no good. Intended there for Dave Fleming. Dale West Injured uh, his knee as he started to come for the ball. Looked like he uh, twisted his knee. Uh, had he not thrown himself off balance, he was in a pretty good position to pick that one off. Gene. He certainly was. That ball definitely was overthrown, and uh, Dale West was trying to get there as quickly as possible. Looked like he might have gotten cramps or just twisted a little bit. This is the farthest the Hamilton Tiger Cats have been able to advance out of their own zone in this quarter, but by the same token, they have not allowed Saskatchewan to score, so um, they haven't been hurt by it. Second and ten, Hamilton. Zuger. Oh, that middle has opened up for him to throw, and it is no good. Tommy Joe Coffey. West out of there. Gene Wolosik came in to cover, and Hamilton quickly went to Wolosik's spot, figuring that he could be beaten.
5: Well, it appears as if Dale West must be injured. Uh, Gene Wolosik is in there for his particular position. <laughs> A little problem down there once again at the goalpost. Ha, <laughs> <laughs>
6: I tell you, if there was ever any doubt that the enthusiasm of Greek up fever was wearing off, you should have been trying to get sleep in one of these Ottawa hotels last night. You know, I didn't. Just too loud.
8: A low snap.
6: And Zucker got it away in time. A dandy. Down to the Washuk on the 35. Hit by Christian. Spun off him, and then Bill Danichuk brings him down on the 36. Well, that's. Well, I only five only He might have been six one at one time.
5: I think he almost was four feet that time. Christian wanted to take his head off,
8: I think, John.
6: At the 12-minute mark of the third quarter, the score is Hamilton 17, Saskatchewan 1. And one of the many interested spectators here, Governor General Roland Mitchell, and Mrs. Mitchell. Now Lancaster fakes. He's being chased by Beattie. He throws back to Buchanan wide open, but now he's one-on-one with Riddell, and he is dropped on the 50-yard line. And now we had an isolated situation with Buchanan on Riddell and see how it looks again. Buchanan out here wide open as Lancaster throws to the weak side. He's trying on a one-on-one situation. Horvath
5: does not get beyond the defender.
6: Well, Buchanan picks up 14 yards as uh, Lancaster tries to uh, take away from the Hamilton strength. Hustle straight back. Look out. Dumps it in the middle in here to Alan Ford, and Ford is locked down by Bob Trout. His forward point of advance was just about a one-yard gain. He's trying to beat that big rush coming up with the screen. Exactly. He's trying to dump it right in the middle there, and he's... Uh, just getting that football away on that particular occasion, I thought Ron Lancaster just might be dropped before he let that ball go. A minute 53 remaining in the third quarter. Second and nine. Richardson comes out here to cover Campbell. And Lancaster is thrown for a big loss back on the 35-yard line. Beattie and Barrow and Page. Page was the first man in.
8: There's a penalty on the play.
5: Once again, Page makes the big play here. Watch George Reed almost block him out, but not in time.
6: Big Hamilton rush was successful because it got off the mark in a hurry, and the offside was called against the Tiger Cats. So it'll be second and four on the Hamilton Tiger Cats 54. Now here's a whole flow to that left side of that uh, Saskatchewan line, but the Tiger Cats were led by John Barrow in the break it up.
5: What's George Ray here trying to move,
6: trying to find an open spot, but that big defensive line led by Billy Ray Lachlan
5: stops him for little or no gain.
6: Alan Ford kicking from his own 42. It's a dandy down to the goal line, taken by Garney Henley, two he yards back. That's by Jim Carpin and is dropped by, ba- by Wally Dempsey on the six.
8: And Tiger Cats scored at the 602 mark of the opening quarter.
2: Rose-Zuger in the two-yard sneak for the touchdown, and then at the 1406 mark, an 84-yard single
8: by
2: Allen
6: Ford, and that quick kick got the Saskatchewan onto the board for the only time. But in the second quarter, Hamilton came right back with a 71-yard pass and run to Watkins made it 14, and they've added singles to make it 17 to 1. This is the last half minute of the third quarter, and Hamilton is first down on their own seven.
8: Smith
6: and Basia in here for Joe Zuger, and Smith takes the handoff into the 12-yard line for a gain of close to 4.5, maybe 5,
2: and then pile them.
6: One-minute flag is up. Tommy Joe Coffey, a big man for Hamilton this year. Here's the Thea rolling, chased back there by Doris and tripped up by Henry Doris. Should end, and it
8: does end the third quarter. The loss
6: is three. And at the end of the third quarter, the score is Hamilton 17, Saskatchewan 1. We'll have more CFL action after this word from our
3: sponsor.
4: Here's to the everyday things that end up being everything. Here's to all things
0: simple, with casual clothing and footwear, from Marks.
6: I never envy the police at the uh, Grey Cup games because their job, of course, is to keep people off the field, to protect the game, and uh, they get the over-exuberant fans who run out there and they have to go out and lug them off. get booed by the fans. Casa de Malaschek will be back to receive. Each team has had eight first downs in the ball game. Saskatchewan 95 yards rushing, Hamilton 37. Saskatchewan has completed only four out of 16 passes for 50 yards, Hamilton eight out of 18 for 163. Three interceptions by Hamilton, one by
4: Saskatchewan. Paul Zuger deep in
6: his own goal area to do the punting. It's a bit of a wobbler away. Cossett takes it on the hop. And Cossett goes out on the forty-two yard line.
8: Each team has
6: attempted one field goal so far, and neither has been successful. That was a forty eight yard boot and a fourteen yard return. Now, Saskatchewan first down on the Hamilton 41. Lancaster has reading into Cannon, and they come back with the counter, and he does not get over the line of scrimmage. Ted Page, who certainly is one of the outstanding ball players here today, Ted Page. Page certainly shows that he's a very, very sure tackler out there. Anytime that you can stop Buchanan in that fashion... You know
5: you're doing a pretty good job, and Ted Page has been doing an outstanding defensive job all afternoon.
6: Del Riddell goes to the top of your screen. You see just at the top there to cover Hugh Campbell. The play is held up again as another fan runs out of the field. It is second down and ten to go for Saskatchewan, and the uh, referee Harry Ross had no alternative but to blow the whistle and call timeout. And the fans watch to see whether the player will run off the field, and he does. But the teams go back to the huddle again, and this can be unfortunate because it breaks the momentum of a ball club. Lancaster with a big rush on, steps into the pocket, throws in there to Wharton. Now Wharton gains three yards on the play. It'll be third and seven as uh, Stuart Stover made the tackle. That's the second pass thrown to Wharton, and he has completed one Grant and Henley go back to receive to the five yard line. Alan Ford will kick from his own 53. Alan Ford kicks to Henley on the four, and he is stopped on the five. Kalen Wallmeyer in to make the tackle. 36-yard kick and a 4-yard return. When it looked as though Calgary might still reach the final, there was a lot of discussion about the value of an offense that was dominated by passing. In 1955, Montreal passed for a record 508 yards against Edmonton, and the Eskimos passed for only 72, but Edmonton won that game
8: 34-19.
6: Hamilton first and 10 on their own 5-yard line goes in motion. They get to Smith, trying to turn that speed down, that, use that speed to turn the corner, and he doesn't make it. He doesn't get back to the line of scrimmage. Saskatchewan has certainly corrected the mistakes that they were making in the first half, Gene, but they just haven't been able to mount an offense to go with it.
5: They haven't been able to maintain ball control at all. I think that they're trying to go for that uh, quick touchdown. They need
6: it offensively. Uh, defensively here, they're doing a pretty fair job. Number 16,
5: Dorsch, is keying pretty well on the offensive backfield. The runner's back there. As you notice, he'll come in very quickly.
6: Quick kick by Joe Zuger, and going back is Woloszak. He smelled it just in time. He takes it on the run. He's got Tommy Joe Coffee looking for him, and he's got him by the scuff of the sweater and pulls him down on the midfield stripe.
5: Watch Zuger now as he calls the quick kick. Where's the quick kick now by uh, Zuger? This is second one for him this afternoon. Walace well, trying to outrun uh, number seventy-five. Coffee has no luck here, and Tommy just about carries his jersey
8: off.
5: Hamilton
6: with the seventeen to one lead were content to get Saskatchewan out of their half of the field. And Hamilton's defense goes into a six-man line again. Now they're shifting all over. As you see, there's Brewer moving one step to the right. They go to the middle to George Reed, and Reed has stopped on the 51 for a gain of very close to five by Ron Brewer. Brewer certainly guessed right there, uh, Gene. He stepped right into the hole to pull him down. In a lot of situations like that, John Lancaster will be uh, using audibles trying to, try to uh, explore some of those open gaps, those open areas in that line.
2: And uh,
5: as soon as the audible is called, there's usually a defensive realignment. And we saw it on that play.
6: Reed to the right, trying to get away from Krauss, and he is thrown for a loss back there. The ball comes loose, and it is recovered by the, well, the Tiger Cast that would be, appear at this stage. So the Tiger Cast really smells that pass option. He said, My dad, what
5: your here, trying to turn a corner, but Bob Krauss manages to get a hold of him, frees the ball. And Dave Beattie
6: actually gets the fumble recovery, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats have the football on the 37-yard line. Dave Beattie recovered four fumbles during the season, comes up with a big one here right now. Well, Saskatchewan has been reeled back to their own 37. Zuger back to throw. Lots of time. He's going for the long one, and it's into the end zone, and it is ah. no good.
8: Watson could not hold on. Wallachia
5: covering. Watson's trying to get behind number 19, Wallachia here. Just about does it. Joker has all day to throw. Watch here as number 19
6: knocks it down. At the four-minute mark of the fourth quarter, the score is Hamilton 17, Saskatchewan 1. Hamilton
8: Tiger Cats, who are second and ten on the
6: Saskatchewan
8: 37.
6: Trying to make it six games in a row without giving up a major score. They're ahead, 17-1. Zuger, back. Into the middle it is, no good. Bob Cossett tried to intercept and couldn't hold on.
8: Rob Cossett, a Regina boy
6: who went to Kentucky had five interceptions during the season and uh, he had three more in the playoffs almost had number four there let's see what's happening down in that front wall now as these two clubs are banging head and head take a little isolated shot here to see uh, really what's happening up front is on the ground there and referee Harry Ross uh, is asking that they stomp it down whatever it is. It'll be third and ten. Joe Zuger is going to be uh, booting for attempting a single here on 3rd and 10. Poshes slips and falls, and the ball goes right to the dead ball line. So that changes the score once more. A 62-yard kick by Joe Zuger. And it's now an 18-to-1 ball game. Almost tripped there, now has to run to get out of trouble. Goes into the middle to Buchanan, and Buchanan now goes for a little run. He needs some protection here with a sideline is opening if they can block Rodello. Buchanan is pulled down on the 37, 38 yard line. That's one of the most fantastic plays of the afternoon. Von Lancaster finally being forced to throw the football at Buchanan. Well, Chet here needs one block on Riddell, doesn't get it, and it's finally thrown out on the 38-yard
5: line. Tremendous pressure exerted on Ron Lancaster that time as Brewer over the center working on and got in there, and it looks like Chet is coming
6: out right now. It appears <laughs> to be a bad knee rush, Johnny. Yes, he's injured his knee, and Galen Walmeyer goes in to replace him. So that 47-yard gain by Buchanan, and that puts the ball on the... That's on the 38 almost on the 38 yard line so Saskatchewan is now first and 10 they're down 18 to one Lancaster gets to George Reid as he tries to pop off right tackle and goes for very close to six.
5: Probably the most effective defense against uh, George Green and the fine running attack that the catcher has shown all year. Has to be number 35 Brewer going right over the center and working on Ernest. This time it's Galen Wallmeyer.
6: Second and four, the toss over here to Allen Ford, but he is boxed in and he is knocked down by Angelo Mosca. Uh, He lost, well he might have got back just to the line of scrimmage, but uh, there's certainly no gain on the play. They're going to roll a touchdown on the 34, so it'll now be third down and six. Well, with nine minutes and five seconds to go in the ballgame, they're down 18 to one. It's time where you start gambling. Ed Buchanan comes back in. And it's go for broke. Everybody is in motion right. Lancaster into the middle there, and it is good to Buchanan, and Buchanan is stopped on the 25, maybe the 23. Bill Riddell makes the stop.
8: This is the type of play that we thought we'd be able to see a little while ago. It's the
5: typical curling pattern, watch him curl right in front of Riddell here. Riddell tries to punch the ball out of Buchanan's arm, but Eddie was holding on to it.
8: Is on the 23
6: so it was his forward point of advance and it will now be first and 10 Saskatchewan. ford comes out barwell splits right campbell is left with
8: dorsh
6: past the dorsh dorsh now needs one block to get into that uh, 20-yard line and couldn't do it he was too well covered by ron brewer and by john barrow So it'll be a gain of two and a half him down a little bit uh, more than seven to go we have eight minutes and 18 seconds remaining in the ball game 35 is brewer 61 moss uh, barrel 68 Mosca, 50 lachlan here's lancaster rolling left caught in here now now is, now runs away goes back into the middle to huey campbell and campbell has dropped short of the first down lancaster was hit by Dave Beatty.
5: Well, this looks like the Ron Lancaster role
6: of last year anyway. He's doing an awful lot of scrambling here. Watch right here as he gets away from the, the George finally finds Dewey Campbell who makes the
5: completion
6: down to about the fourteen yard line. Well, Ralph Stazio now goes into his goal line defense even though they're out on the fourteen yard line because it's third down and two to go. He's got VD Holman, Turner, Mosca, Kelly, Barrow, Richardson, and Lachlan all up on that line. He's into a
8: 10-2. And
6: they go over to the middle, George Reed. They do not make it. Does not appear as though they made it. And the Hamilton Tiger Cats will take over. Gamble did not work.
3: Angela Marsh is pretty happy about that one. It's a pretty
5: formidable looking defensive line there, being able to stop George Reed, Something that, it's not, hasn't been done too often
8: this
6: year. 35 remaining in the ball game as Hamilton leads Saskatchewan 18 to one. Well, Saskatchewan has never beaten Hamilton in a Grey Cup. Hamilton beats him 30 to nothing in 28, 14 to 3 in 29, 25-6 in 1932. And the handoff is to Smith, and Smith with a quick burst of speed pops into the 20, and then is pulled down just over the 20 for a gain of nearly 7 yards.
8: On that
5: end zone position where uh, Tommy Joe Coffee lines up between the guard and tackle was principally designed for passing formation, but you notice on a couple of occasions this afternoon, they've used it for valuable yardage right up the middle, using
6: the backs lined up in that eye formation. Smith has carried 10 times for a net gain of four yards. They go to Smith again, hit there by Don Gerhard, and uh, he may have
8: picked up the first down here.
6: He was slow down at the line of scrimmage, but he kept driving and in underneath that tile he may have reached the twenty five or twenty four yard line. He had to get to the twenty four to make the first down. No measure. There are two football clubs that uh, lost four games apiece this season. First and 10 for the Hamilton Tiger Cats on the 24. Sepatelli at center. Fine afternoon's work. They go to the middle here with Bethia, and Bethia is stopped in there by Atchison, number 41. The gain is up to the 27-yard line. It'll be second and seven.
8: <laughs> Reed
6: Atchison, McQuarters, and Gerhardt, the defensive line for Saskatchewan. man on the right corner, 75. Kids come out on the field to try to steal the football. And like I said last week in the Eastern Final, really shouldn't pay attention to it because all it does is bring out more. Was on the 28-yard line, second and five. Here goes the Zuger. Steps into the pocket and he is tipped short of the first down and in there was Kenny Reed. So that'll make a third down and free to go. Tommy Grant was away downfield. It looked like uh, Joe was going to try to step into that pocket and go for the bomb. Yeah, it looked like uh, that was definitely intended for number 75, Tommy Joe Coffey. He was in that uh, similar position that we mentioned a little while ago between the guard and the tackle. This time on the right side, he just took off straight down the field, but number 30, Bennett, was covering him very well. Hmm. Joe Zuger kicks a liner to Walaschuk on the 30. Turns to get away from Christian. Beats 10 Keeps up going. May flip it out. carrying that ball.
8: <laughs>
6: it was a great recovery by Christian because uh, Vlasic beat him the first time. But he was caught by Christian as he ran laterally. A 51-yard kick and a one-yard return. Looks like
5: he was thrown to the ground pretty hard, John. Uh, it appears as if he knocked the back of his head against that hard turf and he's uh, knocked out.
6: For Saskatchewan first down on the Saskatchewan 28, and here's Lancaster now with Viti uh, chasing him. Abinchan throws a block on Viti, and here's the pass down that sideline, and it is no good. Barwell went right to the fence on that far side. He finally was able to stop himself but he was uh, in the touch when he took the ball. That's the 21st pass attempted by Lancaster this afternoon. He's been good on eight. Now we have four minutes and 30 seconds remaining in this 41st annual Breakup Classic. Our sponsors hope that you enjoyed Canadian professional football brought to you all season long. And it has been their pleasure to bring these football games to you from all across Canada. Lancaster rolling right. is to Buchanan, but Buchanan is stopped in there by Moscow on the 31. So the Saskatchewan hunting team goes in. Sazio said he could concede George Reed 100 yards in the ballgame. He said you couldn't stop him any less than that. Reed now has
8: 85.
6: Ford took plenty of time before he let that punt go. And Tommy Grant is down on the 53-yard line by Wally Dempsey. 28 yard kick and a two yard return. So these Saskatchewan Rough Riders, with a long and glorious history in Canadian football dating all the way back to 1909, a club that finally ended that long famine by winning their first Grey Cup ever last year. appear unable to make it two in a row. Hamilton is a well coached football club, certainly emotionally ready. Here comes Ed Turek in that backfield. And Turek is caught and thrown for a loss back on the 52. And Ralph Saggio, figuring that with an 18-to-1 lead and three and a half minutes to go. The kids that have stepped into certain spots and helped them all year when you need
8: that bench has now
6: sent Turek in there to get a little taste of Grey Cup. Johnny Simba is also in the backfield. Second down and uh, 11 and a half to go. Zuger throwing again. Knocked down at the line of scrimmage. And Atchison almost was able to close his hands on that one. And at the 12-minute mark of the fourth quarter, the score is Hamilton 18, Saskatchewan 1. Well, they'll be whooping it up in the winner's dressing room, and it would appear to be the Hamilton dressing room, and our color cameras will be going right into that dressing room for our post-game show. And Joe Zuger, who has been an outstanding ball player here all afternoon, gets set to hit another dandy. And it's Cossett. He takes it back on the one-yard line. Christian waiting for him. Tapatelli pushes him sideways and into touch as a flag back at the line of scrimmage. On the third and 11, before the penalty,
8: they will get
6: enough to move that football up the field because of that roughing call. The Saskatchewan will get the ball again and the first down, and the clock now shows two minutes and 33 seconds remaining. <clears throat> The Grey Cup waiting to be awarded. Saskatchewan coming out. Warden left. Buchanan left. Campbell left. Ford comes left, and they go the other way with George Reed. And Reed is hit in there and dropped from the 33-yard line by Smoky Stover. Done <clears throat> with some 17-point points behind. You think that Ron Lancaster would start throwing some of those bombs that he uh, opened up the first half with? However, he's sticking with George Reed on the ground, thinking that possibly that uh, Hamilton defense would be loosened up, not anticipating the run. Second down and five to go for Saskatchewan. 2.17 remaining. And they go to George Reed again, and he is stopped right on the 36-yard line. So he'll be short by three yards. Eady making the tackle. Saskatchewan punting unit goes in.
8: And rough riders
6: have just not been good enough here in any department to handle the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Allen Ford's punt taken by Grant on the 48. There goes a uh, one of our ground cameras. They caught it just as it hit the ground. They're almost $110,000 per there, but they saved it. (laughs) Rough play call against the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and the Saskatchewan Upriders will get the ball back again. And the ball will be on the 51, so Hamilton has to hustle their defensive unit onto the field once more. And Garney Henley, who has made some great interceptions, just goes out to intercept the fan who tried to steal the football. The ball is on the 51, and the roughing penalty is against... Here comes George Reid off the field, just coming off the bottom of your screen, uh, Henry Doris goes in to replace him. R. Rowland forward to the right. Minute 47 to go. Saskatchewan first down. Oh, and that draw does not work. The ball is recovered. Here goes the Hamilton Tiger catch Billy Ray Lachlan for a touchdown. Billy Ray Lachlan... 42 yards.
5: It has to be one of the biggest thrills, I believe, for a lineman. Anyway, away Lachlan, picking up that fumble
6: by Buchanan, going all the way in Jacob. Watch this as he runs across the goal line
5: for the score.
6: Well, a. Ray Lachlan, who has had an outstanding year, and I think was the key man in. Turning the tide so heavily in favor of the Hamilton Tiger cats against the Ottawa Rough Riders in the Eastern Final comes up with the fumble and goes all the way for the touchdown. The ball is on the 10. Waiting for the convert. And they have to clear the field again. One minute and 35 seconds. Next year's Grey Cup will be in Toronto. We'll be going into the dressing room, the winner's dressing room for the post game show. The convert attempt hits the goalpost, so it does not go through, and it remains as a twenty four to one ball game. John, it appears as if the Saskatchewan Roughriders just don't have anything left for this particular game. They haven't shown anything all afternoon. It could have been that they gave out everything in the tough series against the Calgary Stampeders. They had to go four or three games there, as we recall. And it could be that they just didn't have anything left for the Great Cup game. The Hamilton Tiger Cats to look superb out here this afternoon.
5: The Saskatchewan Roughriders almost conceding defeat.
6: And down to uh, Buchanan, he fumbles it, it's taken by Ford on the five. And Ford is hit in there by number 46, John Mitchelluck, who's in, and he is dropped. Now there's a bit of a uh, slug fest going on. And they're in there quickly to separate them. Buchanan, I think, took a punch at Christian and Bob Story and Jim Carpin get into the act. <laughs> the flag is down, and uh, we could have a couple of long ones tacked onto to each club, or they may wipe each other out. It's hard to guess as to what the penalties might be here. But the, the fans are crowding along those sidelines, and despite the fact that they have a great number of Ottawa City Police here, I doubt that they can handle this mob. If, if anyone leaves to go out of that field, they'll never finish this ball game. Not that there's any doubt about the outcome. It's now 24 to 1. They are now conferring down there to see just what the assessment will be. of rough play against Hamilton, rough play against Saskatchewan, and so it wipes everything out. They'll start all over again. The ball is on the 22. Ed Buchanan comes out. Henry Doris goes in. The... Lancaster so now it goes up to the official he's asking something and
8: it'll be first down.
6: 53 seconds left. The clock is running. First and ten Saskatchewan. They're down 24 to 1. Trying to get out of the scoreboard. They might have two plays left. They give to Henry Doris, the fullback. And he is dropped on the 30-yard line. Stopped from there by Hanson, Ron Brewer. And in there, underneath that pile up for the man. And maybe it is to stop Angelo Mosta. And big Angelo, who has an, had an outstanding game here today, probably the best great cup I have ever seen him play. He just gets up slower and slower each time. 17 seconds left. It is second down and two to go. The yardstick's loss somewhere over that crowd on that far side of the field. This could be the last place. Seven seconds left. And they give to George Reed, who will stop at the line of scrimmage, and the mob is on the field. The safest place to be right now is about, I think, up here. That final score is Hamilton 24 and Saskatchewan 1. We'll be back with the summary and post-game show from the Hamilton dressing room after this word from our
8: sponsor.
6: Well, Gene, it's a wild mob scene down on the field as the Hamilton Tiger Cats who methodically, from almost the first play of the game, took charge of the ball game and uh, systematically defeated a gallant defending champion from saskatchewan but a club who just did not have enough equipment to beat the well-drilled the well-prepared and, and the very good the uh, hamilton tiger cat football club here at lansdowne park this afternoon Johnny, it was a tremendous contrast between these teams right from the very beginning i noticed that these saskatchewan rough riders appeared to be listless right from the very beginning they weren't moving out of that huddle onto the ball with the snap that they normally do. And the Hamilton Tiger Cats, on the other hand, were coming up there quickly. They looked like they really wanted to win this football game right from the very beginning. Defensively and offensively, they were the finest I've seen all year. No doubt the Hamilton Tiger Cats were completely prepared for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders this afternoon. And on the other hand, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders did not have too much time to prepare for these people, certainly being in a very, very tough contest against the Calgary Stampeders last week. So therefore, this is exactly what we saw here. A superbly prepared team, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, as John mentioned, methodically taking apart the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The Saskatchewan just didn't have enough, didn't have it defensively, didn't have it offensively, and the Hamilton Tiger Cats were on top 24 to 1. No doubt about it. They were just brilliant here from every respect. Joe Zuber leading them all the way. Just a fine performance by the Hamilton team. So, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, the team that finished second last year, had to do a rebuilding job, and a uh, classic rebuilding job it was.
8: Now, let's take a look
6: at the uh, final stats, and then we'll be able to go to our dressing room. Okay, Gord. Well, the only surprise, really, on the statistical board is that Saskatchewan
3: made it look close in some departments despite the fact that out on the field, the Hamilton Tiger Cats were well up on the scoreboard. In the uh, first down department, Saskatchewan
6: actually uh, had 11 to Hamilton's 9, but, of course, touchdown plays don't count as first downs, and Hamilton lost a couple there. Yards rushing, Hamilton made a bit of a comeback to came up with 51, but George Reed still led Saskatchewan with 128. Also in the second half, Ron, Laskat, Ron Lancaster... Came back in passing, but he didn't quite catch Joe Zuger. 119 yards for Lancaster on 8 out of 21. Zuger had 8 out of 21 for 163 yards. A big one here, interception. Three by Hamilton and one by
3: Saskatchewan. Penalties, Hamilton was a well ahead here. 10 for 105 yards. That includes about five roughing or clipping penalties. Saskatchewan,
6: four for 59, but one of those was a costly uh, interference call. Fumbles, Hamilton made one and uh, recovered it. Saskatchewan had two fumbles, lost them both, and certainly the one at the end which Billy Ray Lachlan returned for a touchdown was the big one, although at that time Hamilton had the game well in hand. George Reed, who Ralph Stasio expected would gain 100 yards, or at least he was willing to concede that he would gain 100 yards, got 96. And that's the statistical picture of the game. And now down to the field. Hamilton twenty-four, Saskatchewan one. We'll continue with our post-game show from the dressing room in just a moment.
3: Yes, yes, we the <laughs>
8: Well, here we are
6: in the pandemonium of the great Cup champions' dressing room. I'm in here, Al McKenna, along with Johnny Bassett and Don Whitman, and here's Angela Mosca, the great defensive tackle. Angie, congratulations!
4: Thank you very Fun much. Great victory. Yeah,
5: it was a great, great victory. The guys played real well together, and we uh, uh, we were oh, okay, picked oh, the God. last place, third place this year. And the veterans pulled the team together, and Ralph did a great job of filling in the vacant spots. And we have a lot of pride in our defense. Even the last two minutes, uh, we didn't even want to give up a score because we know what it means. Even though we would win the game, we didn't want to give up a touchdown.
6: And it's been a long time since you gave up one. Yeah,
5: six ball games. We got a lot of pride in this season. Well, you won
6: your last seven in a row, Angie, and capped a great season, a comeback
4: season. Yeah. You had a little rough going in the early going, and then clear sailing all the way. That's
5: right. But we just stuck together. We got a bunch of great guys here, and we played together. There's no animosities. If there is, when we put on the pads, we play well together.
4: And good, <laughs> Thank good luck. Thank you very much. Season. Here's Johnny
6: Bassett. Johnny? John? Uh, Hi, John. You guys
3: got to be the best last-place football team in the history of Canadian football. Johnny, this has been the most most gratifying year I've ever had. Out of 11 years, it took a long time for our team to knit together, but by golly, when they did, we came up with a real big one. And I'd like to just give a lot of credit where credit's due right now. That We can take a lot of credit now, the players, but... Ralph Lazio, I think, did the finest job of putting the team together of any man that I could ever. get. one of that big four next year? Lachlan going to go to halfback. <laughs> <laughs> he stole my touchdown. God bless him.
7: Ellison <laughs> <laughs> <Dallas and laughs> Kelly you came up with that touchdown. Billy Ray Lachlan,
3: <laughs> you came
5: up with that touchdown, and uh, in the final minutes, was that the first one you scored. Well, that was the first one this year. I scored other touchdowns in Montreal. And uh, I think this is the most uh, electric touchdown that I've ever scored.
0: What about the hitting out along the line? A lot of people said it would be
5: decided along the line, was it? I feel that the Saskatchewan line was tough, but uh, our defense overpowered them. They're hand fighters and pushers and holders, but we uh, really rolled them up. Congratulations,
0: Billy Ray Lachlan on that uh, fine performance. And uh, may Thank you very uh, the much. Hamilton Tiger Cats come up with another
6: fine showing again next year. Okay, Don, thanks, Billy Ray. We'll be back, and the final score in the football game was the Hamilton Tiger Cats 24, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders 1. We'll be back with... This year, the Bats have donated a color television set to the player of the game voted on by the football reporters of Canada, and here to make the presentation to quarterback Joe Zuger is Ted Reynolds, the new president of the FRC.
3: Ted? Joe? Congratulations. You've been selected by the football reporters of Canada, the outstanding player in this game. I think it's an extremely suitable coach, Joe. We'd like you to accept this prey from the football reporters of Canada, the outstanding player this year. And also, there will be an RCA Victor full combination color television set taken and installed in your home. Congratulations
5: to you. Thank you very much. Uh, I wish there was one for every player and every coach on the whole squad. I I don't deserve it uh, because I feel that it was a great team effort. But uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart.
3: Well, (laughs) thank uh, you very much. A very fine choice, I think. Joe, congratulations. Great game, Joe.